0: against removing their children from the classroom during term time with the threat of legal proceedings if they do. But Chair of Governors Kevin Hunter says that Mrs Winder has served the school and thousands of children well for over 14 years and has made the request for personal reasons which they've judged appropriate. It's understood it's the first time she's requested leave during term time.
1: The Energy Secretary, Ed Davey, says there's no risk to electricity supplies following a major fire at the Didcot B power station in Oxfordshire. Twenty-five fire engines were used to bring the flames of the natural gas power plant under control. Daniel Chapman lives nearby.
2: When the
3: wind was picking up, it was like the fire was spreading. It seemed like it was getting worse
4: for some time. I was really worried. All my neighbours, they were scared and
3: the teenagers, they were worried as well.
1: David Cameron's being warned not to alienate Eastern European countries as he tries to make a new deal with Brussels. The President of the European Commission says Britain would have zero influence on the world stage if it voted to leave the EU. Dr. Fran Burwell from the Atlantic Council think tank believes he has a point.
5: It may be too much to say that Britain will have zero influence but clearly Britain's influence if it were to leave the EU would be much reduced, not only in Europe but I would say also in Washington. You know, President Barroso has about two more weeks left in office. So I think it was a time when President Barroso felt that he must make clear his views on what is no doubt a key issue facing the EU.
1: The government's supporting a bill that would allow terminally ill patients to be given untested medicines from next year. Doctors would have to get the agreement of another specialist before the drugs could be used. In sport, Andy Murray has beaten David Ferrer to win the Vienna Open. The victory means that Murray will move into the 8th and final qualifying position for the World Tour finals. And the weather will be bright and sunny with showers at times today. Top temperatures around 15 degrees Celsius. That's 59 degrees Fahrenheit. You can get the latest news in sport on Line at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. Here's one for the
6: hipsters. Zilch, Mr Davalina, Mr Bob Davalina, Mr Davalina, Mr, Davalina, Mr. Bob Davalina... Mr. Zilch, China Mr. Clipper Davalina, calling Alamita...
4: China clipper calling Alamita. Zilch. Never China clipper calling Alamita. No, no, never mind the furthermore,
7: please self defense. Never mind the furthermore, please self defense. Never mind the furthermore, please self defense.
8: It is of my opinion that the people that are, intending. China China are intending. It is of my opinion that the people the are intending. It is of my opinion the that the people are intending. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is of my
2: opinion that it is of the people that the tim of the Never mind the
8: furthermore, please self defense. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is Never my opinion
7: the piece on It is my opinion of the piece on
9: not <inaudible> a Don't do drugs, kids. Today on BBC Three Counties Radio. From nine. The JVS
10: Show. With the big phone in, the hottest topic of the day, and your consumer problems. From 12.
9: Nick Coffer.
10: I'll be meeting the Gales, a couple from Buckingham who've taken
6: part in BBC Two's series The Kitchen. From three.
9: Roberto Peroni.
6: I'm here with a roundup of the day's news, the latest travel, and your stories. From six.
11: Three Counties Sport. With a look back at the weekend's action and taking a look at the grass, Fruit sport across beds, hearts, and bucks.
9: Today on BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Feeling naughty today? I'm feeling very, very naughty. Oh look, I can see Kath's naughty. What the hell are you doing, Boyle? Pulling wires. Yeah, she's pulling wires. Insania. Kelly, Betts, are you feeling naughty? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what should we do? This naughty. Oh, I don't know. Let's do the. I know what. Let's uh, do the show that we're contracted to do. It's quite naughty, isn't it? Um. Is that naughty, guys? Guys. Mm-hmm. Beulah. It turns out that actually abiding by a contractual obligation is not particularly... Are you feeling naughty, Justin? Very,
11: very naughty indeed. What can we do that's naughty today? Say something absolutely outrageous. I'm going to
12: say something outrageous.
11: Yes. Bums! (laughs) Yeah, you like (laughs) that? You like bums? Liking that vibe. Do you you like bums? Uh, Yes. Outrageous.
8: And all of that, Bance, has uh, just got me time enough to bring up the computer screen that I should have had up about four minutes ago. Coming up on the show today, new powers for PCSOs, term time holiday for headmistress, and big door, bants from Barton Leclay. It sounds awesome! Across beds, hearts
9: and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
13: Bets. I'm going to put in a song for you that I know that we both like, and I wanted it to be a surprise, but I have to ask you what it is. It's Fleetwood Mac, but it's their, like, really early bluesy stuff. Uh, oh, well. Oh, that's it.
8: Uh, well, well, it could still be a surprise. Okay. Um, I don't know how you're going to uh, dazzle my brain with, uh,
11: facts. Hey, Justin! You know this song, and you know what it does to me. What, is it, what does it do to you, you? You know. You know. You played it before. Yeah. You had me uh, on off the back of it. You know what this song does to me. Gosh. Take that risk if you want to. Well, I have just, to go- just bearing in mind yeah. I'm the first item, so just take that risk if you want to. I, I uh, rush over to my producer Catherine
8: Boyle. Do we dare take that risk?
13: Does he get Fleetwood Mac rage?
8: No, not rage.
13: Oh, he got a bit um
8: Oh, he got a bit uh, uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a very naughty mm, show mm. if you Justin, we're going to do it to you. Okay. We're going to give it. it to you. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Well, we're not.
11: It's going to sit here patiently. Just stay there a minute. Don't move. Don't,
0: don't go I really anywhere.
11: want this. Really, really want this. Oh, here we go. Come on, give it to me.
0: Gosh. Anticipation's building. We're, te- is, we're please. teasing
11: you. It's like when the Come Beach on, Boys please. go on stage
8: 15 minutes late. They're always going to go on 15 minutes late, but they've built the anticipation up. <laughs>
11: you ready? Yeah. Do you want to introduce it, Just? Uh, here's Fleetwood Mac, and uh, this song is about to do something to me. Enjoy. <laughs> I want to touch. I want to feel. Feel my arms. Why is it disturbing well, to see a man in a monkey onesie? how you feeling dills good it kind of makes me high makes me low then it lifts me back up again it just has this effect on my body which I, I can't really explain I feel good though Really is a very powerful piece of music. It is. It is absolutely. Okay. Well, we've got you. Are you able to do the story? I think so.
8: I think so. Okay. Just, just about. By the way, I'm totally trolling. Um, let me finish the sentence. It's not. A, it's not a sad old woman. Well, in many ways, it is. It's the sad old woman of radio. I'm trolling heart at the moment on Twitter oh, 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 oh. at Ian Lee. If you want to see me poning those losers, yeah, good for you. Now, litterbugs and noisy neighbours of Bedfordshire, beware! From today, the county's police community support officers will have four. Count them four more superpowers to deal with you. The force says that PCSOs will be able to make an even greater contribution to stamping out antisocial behaviour. Well, Justin Dealey is an antisocial
11: expert. (laughs) What are these new powers, Just? Uh, Four new powers. uh, Briefly, number one, under new powers, PCSOs will be able to put a stop to environmentally antisocial behaviour, such as persistent noise pollution or fly tipping, by issuing new community protection notices. Uh, Number two, uh, the power to issue fixed penalties to anybody who breaches those notices and offenders could end up in court if they don't pay. Number three uh, the third power. The power of love. No, not the power of love. Um, To issue fixed penalty tickets to anybody caught drinking or getting involved with nuisance gatherings in designated areas. Uh, Quite an interesting one, that one. Uh, They will uh, have to be in breach of new public spaces protection orders, which will be imposed by local authorities. And lastly, for from today, they will also be able to apply for a dispersal order, as Chief Inspector Gavin Hughes-Rolands explains. There's a, a power
12: called the dispersal order. which uh, is authorised by an inspector um, and that would last for about 48 hours and that would be used in response to increasing antisocial behaviour in a particular area. Uh, That gives checks and balances to the power and makes sure that it's used proportionately and that allows police officers and PCSOs to give notices to people to say that they must leave a particular area.
8: As we know from talking about this on the show before, Mm. Justin, people aren't necessarily convinced by PCSOs, are
11: they? No, not at all. Um, I've been on the streets of uh, Bedfordshire talking to people about this, and as soon as you mention PCSOs, straight away, uh, people, they, they don't seem to have any respect. Here's what people had to say.
2: As far as I'm concerned, they can't, they can't do nothing. They can not they got any powers, they can't arrest you. They've got about as pu- much power as me and you. As I'm talking to you right now, Like you arresting me, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can, you can do a citizen's arrest, but anyone can do that. Yeah. PCSOs, you know, I, I, had one, I had one instance where I had a fight and I got beat up pretty bad, and a PCSO just rode past on his bike and didn't stop it or nothing. Are they pointless? I think they are, because all they, do, all they can do is walk around and call for backup for a real police officer. That's it. Do you know what I mean? That's, what is that? That's
11: not, that's not a job. That's, 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 that, if that's a job, then boy, I'll, I'll be a PCSO. So as somebody who lives in Bedfordshire, well, what's your thoughts on PCSOs?
15: Waste of money. They've got no, they've got no rights of rest or anything like that. Why, why have them? It's cheap labour.
11: So they don't reassure you no, at all. No way at all.
12: No way at all. No, they're just people that walk around with a uniform on. They've got no no, no powers whatsoever, really, have they? Well,
11: I mean, everyone's saying exactly the same thing to me. So, are they completely pointless in our society right now, then? Why not train them up and make them into real policemen? Mm. And then the crime will go down. Damien, when you think about PCSOs, what's the first
15: thing that comes into your mind? A plastic police officer, really. Not somebody who can actually do their job properly, because all he can do is hold you until certain police officers can actually come. So, I don't really respect
8: them too much, to be honest. Well, these uh, new powers, then, should put some of those uh, thoughts at ease, Justin, because they are getting more powers. Mm -hmm. They can do things. What does Bedfordshire Police say?
11: Well, speaking about the new powers, uh, Chief Inspector Hughes Rowland, uh, he said this is really good news for the public as PCSOs will now be able to make even greater contributions to tackling antisocial behaviour in their neighbourhoods. That, in turn, will help reassure residents that Bedfordshire Police takes these matters extremely seriously. Seriously, so he's obviously got a, a very positive spin on this, but, but the public's saying something completely different.
8: Okay, what powers would you give a PCSO? four double five five double five. I think I would
11: give them uh, the power of invisibility. <laughs> I, well, I think quite simply, based on what you've heard, give them the power to actually arrest somebody. More, more than invisibility? Um, yes, more than invisibility. Wow. Yes, Insania. Yes. And Justin, the, the fact that these, um, uh, these PCSOs have got more powers, how, how does that make you feel? And it just has this effect on my body which I, I can't really explain. I
8: okay, good. thank you very much.
6: Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
9: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting
16: off this morning with the train, some problems due to some overrunning engineering works. On London Overground, between Euston and Watford Junction, services suspended at the moment. Also delays out of King's Cross on Great Northern due to this overrunning engineer works. Also severe delays at the moment on the Piccadilly Line between Cockfosters and Acton Town. There's been a signal failure. Taking a look so far at the roads and the Great North Road. Do Delays there approaching the Black Hat roundabouts where the major roadworks continue. Also, Milton Keynes on Standing Way at Newport Road. Expect delays there due to some roadworks taking place. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much, Nicola. 08459 455 555. What
8: powers would you give PCSOs? We've got invisibility. Anything else? <laughs> it's Monday the 20th of October. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC. There's a big stretch! Three Counties Radio. Community support officers in Bedfordshire have new powers to deal with antisocial behaviour. Elstow School in Bedfordshire is defending its decision to allow its head teacher to go on holiday during term time. And firefighters have been tackling a large blaze at the Didcop B power station in Oxfordshire. BBC Three
9: Counties Radio.
1: Have you ever
6: had the urge to change the world?
9: Bare faces unite. It's time
13: to take off that mascara, wipe off your lipstick, ditch the makeup and don the paw. Join women across the UK and share your bare-faced moment. Bear
9: with me and be a hero for BBC
6: children in need. Sexist. Sign up and pledge your allegiance to bbc.co.uk slash pudsy. Okay, so that's what women can do. What can
8: I do? Is I don't wear makeup um, because I'm uh, not an idiot.
0: Also, uh, really.
8: Sorry. Obviously, makeup.
0: Makeup, really. Obviously, it's that's a great. That's the big sacrifice.
8: Obviously, it's a great idea, Catherine, because it's the BBC.
0: Yeah.
8: I'm just saying, what are, are gentlemen going to do, and what are ugly women going to do who shouldn't remove their makeup? What are you? T- I mean, for example, what are you two girls going to be doing?
13: What's we don't wear thing? makeup. I, I missed that. I was doing some work. We never wear makeup, do we? We're no. um, we're just naturally. We woke up like this. God,
8: that is terrifying. <laughs> really is. Funny. What is
13: the tra- What is it though? I missed it.
8: Oh, for goodness' That's sake! That's what
13: Pudsey wants us to do. He Wants to take us the take the makeup. not Pudsey, take oh, his again? head off. Why don't Pudsey take his bandage off?
8: Why don't Pudsey take his um, uh, something else off? will not Pudsey?
12: Hang on.
14: Put some new shoes on And suddenly everything's right I said, hey I put some new shoes on And everybody's smiling It's Seeing stars as I'm rubbing my eyes, and I felt like there were two days missing as I focused on the time. Then I made my way to the kitchen, but I had to stop from the shock of what I. Everything's right I said, hey I put some new shoes on And everybody's smiling It's so inviting Short on money But long on time Slowly showing In the sweet sunshine It's fine.
8: Something Maybe you're a parent who has tried to get your kids off school during term time to go and, uh, on a holiday or I don't know, a funeral or something. And the school might have kicked up a bit of a fuss because the, the Department for Education brought in new rules, didn't they? To stop you, parents, taking your kids out of school in term time. Well, it left many of you working out whether the fines incurred would be worth paying considering the savings you stood to make. We also heard from teachers who said it was only rights that, right that parents hung on for their holidays. After all, hey, the teachers have got to do it, haven't they? Haven't they, Kath? Um. Oh, not the case for the headmistress of Elstow School, Jenny Winder. Winder, she's caused a bit. Both came out. <laughs> she's caused a bit of a stir at the school gates by deciding to jet off for the Caribbean, or as the Americans call it, the Caribbean, days after her pupils returned from the Christmas break. Well, Catherine Boyle has been looking at this. So, who is this head teacher? And tell me more about her holiday, sounds lovely.
0: (laughs) Well, it probably will be. It's in January, just after the kids get back from school. Beautiful. Um, She is Jenny Winder. Uh, She works at Elstow School, it's a state primary, and Jenny's been there for some time. Now, according to a statement from Kevin Hunter, who's the chair of governors there, Mrs Winder is a devoted, well-liked, extremely hard-working and effective headteacher who served Elstow School and thousands of children well for over 14 years. And as for this week off that Mrs Winder's set to take in January, Kevin Hunter says it's happening in term time for personal reasons, that we have judged appropriate. That's the uh, Board of Governors. The shared focus of Mrs Winder and the governing body is the continued provision of the highest standard of education for children, Elstow
8: School. How far away is this school from here?
0: It's Bedford Way. So about... About
8: 20 miles. Okay, We should send send Justin down there at some point point. speak to the mum, shouldn't we? I think we we will. Obviously, we've tried to contact uh, uh, Jenny Winder. What's what's she said?
0: Nothing back as yet, but we're hoping that she might get in touch this morning to put her side of things. And I can understand why she'd be reticent to do so, because her story's been all over the papers, including the Daily Mail, who've suggested there are some complaints of hypocrisy among the parents. But as we have no names, we don't know whether that's true or not. So
8: We should send Justin down there to see what the the, the mums and, indeed, the dads think. Elstow School, what does it say about kids being out of class during turn time? What's their policy?
0: On the school's website, there's a very strict policy in place to deal with children's attendance, and it strongly urges parents to avoid taking family holidays during term time. As if they do, it won't be authorised. Indeed, the school reminds parents this type of absence could lead to legal proceedings.
8: I um, uh, heard a thing on the radio the other day saying uh, that there were less kids taking time off school, which implied this fine system... Mm. Uh, was working. More and more parents are being fined, or more and more parents are keeping their kids in school to avoid the fine, aren't they? Well,
0: this is the thing, right? Since the rules uh, were brought in about taking your child out of school during term time, the number of fines issued to parents across the three counties has doubled, but then it would because they brought this policy in, so from a, you know... St- standpoint of nothing at all. Of course it's going to be more than it was. In Bedfordshire the number of fines being issued are among the highest in the country though and across the country, this is according to BBC Research, almost 64,000 fines have been handed out. That's an increase of 70%. But it has to be said that, I mean, anecdotally I know a number of parents have taken their children away during term time and there have been no fines issued which kind of calls into question this idea that schools can no longer use their discretion and when we approached the Borough Council on this matter in particular they told us that individual requests for leave are a matter for the schools themselves to determine.
8: Okay, well, there are lots of things here. Have you uh, been able to take your children out of school during term time? Uh, uh, will you find or not? 08459 oh, four double five five double five, five. Hey, if your kids go to this school, Elstow School, uh, I'd love to know kind of what the gossip is, what the uh, what people are saying at the school gates.
0: And have pa- parents been fined at Elstow School? This is the thing, because if she is not finding parents and she's being understanding about parents taking their children away during term time, then surely, you know, if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for her, isn't it?
8: 08459 oh, Four double five, five double five, say their cash. We'll do the papers in a all bit. It's alright. Okay. Right? Yeah, Cheers, yeah.
7: my Watch you drinking, run my whiskey. Now, won't you have a double with me?
6: for beds, cards and bugs.
9: BBC Three Counties Radio.
16: Starting off on the trains this morning, a few delays on London Overground. Um, This is between Euston and Watford Junction due to some overrunning engineering works. Also severe delays on the Piccadilly Line between Cockfosters and Acton Town. There's been a signal failure at King's Cross. Also delays on Great Northern out of King's Cross due to these overrunning engineering works. Having a look in Milton Keith, building up a little on Standing Way at Newport Road due to those road works that are continuing. And the M25 heading anti-clockwise, looking quite slow now on the sensors. Between Junction 21 for the M1 and Junction 20 at Kings Langley. Also taking a look in Brickywood is very heavy at the moment on the North Orbital Road, just at Junction 21A for the M25. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
9: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Six. I'm Lee Agnew The headlines: Community support officers in Bedfordshire have new powers from today to deal with antisocial behaviour. The force says it means PCSOs will be more effective in dealing with people causing a nuisance. Elstow School in Bedfordshire is defending its decision to allow its head teacher to go on holiday during term time. Jenny Winder's taking time off in January to go with her partner to the Caribbean. And firefighters from Buckingham have been helping to tackle a blaze at the Didcot B power station in Oxfordshire. Investigators are trying to determine how the fire started at the plant, which can supply power to a million homes. The weather will be bright and sunny, with showers at times today. Top temperatures around 15 degrees Celsius. That's 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports.
9: BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: The QPR boss, Harry Redknapp, has described his players as naive after they lost 3-2 to Liverpool. Liverpool snatched the points after the home side equalised twice. QPR remained bottom of the Premiership, but Redknapp insists he still has a future at Loftus Road. It's
15: all rubbish. You can only do what you can do with what you've got, you know, and no disrespect, but seven or eight of that team that started today played in the Championship last year when we finished fourth from top, you know? And they've worked. You know, we had a couple of games away from home where I felt we really... I felt we, because of the way we tried to play, we'd set up to go well, and we really didn't manage to get after the
1: ball. There were victories for Luton Town, Stevenage, and Wickham, and a goalless draw for the MK Dons. Watford atop of the championship table after a 3 0 win at Sheffield Wednesday. And the new Hornets boss, Slavisa Djukanovic, was pleased with the result.
17: It's a good, uh, good start. We, we was a good game, and uh, especially we had some problems in, in first. Uh, 15 minutes and last 15 minutes, but we catch the control in, uh, in many, many minutes on the, on the game. And from the beginning, I must be happy with uh, my team uh, doing today in the, in the match.
1: In tennis, Andy Murray has beaten David Ferrer to win the Vienna Open. The victory means that Murray will move into the eighth and final qualifying position for the World Tour Finals. He says he knows how important the match was to his season.
18: So it was a good uh, finish to the week, obviously. It was an important match. Um in the race uh, for the Tour of Finals in London. Um, and, know yeah, it was a very, very tough match today, but, yeah, glad I managed to get through it.
1: And that's BBC Three Counties News and Sport We've more at 7 o'clock.
9: If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Boy, Yeah? You're in my studio.
8: I know. What for?
0: It used to be my studio once upon a time, you know. Well,
8: listen, you know, we can all hang on to past glories. I know, wasn't it great? 08459 four double five five double five. Catherine and I are going to look at the papers. If you want to have a look with us, you're more than welcome to. What Gosh, you've got? got the
0: same paper as me as well, so it, we can read along a Kath.
8: The papers, are they're good today. Yeah. Really good today. There's a girl today. with her
0: head stuck in a bottle bank. Yeah. I think we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> right, things well, not to put your head into.
8: Why would you do that?
0: Uh, I think she might have been a little bit... Um, oh, A little bit drunk Apparently she was looking for more drink Uh, Good girl Guys um,
8: Okay Well this brings on two phone-ins First thing What have you got your head stuck in (laughs) Secondly What have you done to get more booze Oh, 08459 five, 555. Five, five, five. We've all, in our younger days, uh, done mind-sweeping, haven't we? Where you go around the pub at closing time and finish off. No? You've never done that. Wow, is that a thing? I was quite a heavy drinker. Yeah, mind-sweeping. You just, you just, as you're leaving the pub, you'd see, you know, a, a, a little drag of beer, a little bit of a shot of whiskey. <laughs> you go know, mind-sweeping. Gosh. What have you got your head stuck in? And uh, 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 what have you done to get extra booze? Oh eight four five nine 555. Five, five. Here's a local story that we're not covering. Go on. A serial flasher has been ordered by a judge not to go out without his pants on. Er. Terry Emberton, 47, admitted four charges of indecent exposure all committed at railway stations where, where, where? In Hertfordshire! Oh, dear. Local and vocal! St Albans Crown Court heard that Boozy Amberson of North London had offences. Uh, uh, ju- Judge John Plumstead told him, "Stay sober and keep it in your trousers."
0: Well, yeah, that-
8: local story, guys. So, we should be all over that. So
0: they gave him a slapped wrist.
8: <laughs> yes, you don't, you don't want to slap that.
0: I've seen some sights at railway stations. There's another one. There was once a flasher. Oh. It was the most rubbish flasher ever at Flitwick Station, and he just he had his trousers round his ankles, and he kind of. <laughs> He kind of hopped down the platform. Oh god, I mean, that, don't, that, is... that reminds
8: me of. Um, so anyway, go on.
0: Yeah, that's that's rubbish flashing. I mean, I, I think flashing generally is horrible. But um,
8: I got touched up on a train once. Yeah, by some old fella. Oh, yeah. And no one, no one stepped in to help me. No one stepped in to help me.
0: I've had that. I've had that when I thought, is that someone's bag? That no, that's oh, not. Yeah. That's not someone's bag. And another time, there was a man actually. And, um, well, no-one said a thing.
8: The lighter side of uh, sexual uh, crimes. Um, Ken's in Sandy. Good morning, Ken. Good morning what have you. you got, what have you got? Good morning to you. Good morning to <laughs> you. Good morning to you. Good morning, morning Dick Kenneth. Good morning to, to you. you. And many more. Anymore. For he's a jolly good fellow. He's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow. And And so so say all of us. us. Uh, And so say all of us. And so say all of us. For for he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good
19: fellow.
17: And And so so
8: say all of us. us.
17: And so say
8: all of us. And so say all of us, for he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow. And
7: so
6: say all of us, and so say all of us. And so say all of
19: us
8: Oh, for he's a jolly good fellow For he's a jolly good fellow He's a jolly good fellow And so say all of us I, I can
15: certainly hear that
8: But what would you like to say, Ken?
15: Well, what I want to say is I've just heard um, somebody saying that the the PSOs, yeah. they weren't all that good. I'm afraid they obviously don't live in Sandy, because in Sandy, mm. we rely on the PSOs. The they are absolutely brilliant. The, P- the, the
8: PCSOs, what do they do that's so brilliant, well,
15: what Ken? They do, what they do is... But they don't send you like that. If there's any problems, they're on the spot, because at the moment in yeah. Sandy, we are having lots of burglaries, oh. right? Right. And the thing is this is that they go to see the people sort yeah. it all out. Yeah. And a couple of years ago in Sandy we had lots of uh, bad behaviour by young people at a place uh, at, on an estate that we've got and they resolved that problem.
8: Yeah.
15: And they what they do is on tennis.
8: Tennis. If you could give them another special power what special power would you give them? I would give them the power. Well, I would
15: give them more powers, and I suppose the invisibility. Main would, the main one would be to be able to turn back pe- time uh, to arrest people oh. who are
8: breaking the law. Ken, thank you very much indeed. me around
0: I have got a new Halloween costume
8: I know it looks great <laughs> oh ah the glasses <laughs> and the blue d- you
0: should have worn the orange dress I had aroma. the orange dress out actually and I thought no I'm not going to give him the satisfaction
8: oy, oy, oy. what's your hallo- Halloween costume uh, Maleficent I watched oh, a film yesterday like it inspired me yeah, yeah. it was so good yeah? it's like Joan Collins in Horned I didn't know how to say the name of the film and I, I think that, that that's when you're making a film you should make the title pronounceable pardon you should make the title pronounceable. Pardon? You know um, boobop row mum Josie Cunningham? Oh, yeah, boobop row mum. She's the mum who's, um, well, she's caused a row with boobops. Um, She is really taking it to the next level. We're talking about what have you done to get extra drinks.
0: She'll say anything, won't she?
8: She's selling her breast milk.
0: (sighs) Do you know when you said that this morning? Yeah. I thought you meant... (laughs) What? Joni Cunningham.
8: From, from Happy Days. Are oh, you idiot?
0: <laughs> That's why I made the comment about. Um, Happy Days. Philadelphia. Still don't. Well, because she's an older woman. I said, oh, oh. really? Anyway.
8: Boobop round mum, Josie Cunningham, is hoping to make 2,000. She's nothing to do with the Happy Days television series. <laughs> hoping to make 2,000 pounds a week by selling her breast milk. The wannabe glamour model said after her third child was born that breastfeeding was, quotes, vile. And borderline incest? <laughs>
0: wow! Which <laughs> oh! doesn't mind pumping it off for strangers.
8: We don't know that for sure. No, I think she did do that for <laughs> That's a while. What she's she? offering. She did that for a while, didn't she? <laughs> but now Josie, 24, has set up a website to sell her milk to new mums for their babies for uh. two pounds an ounce. Hang on a minute. This is against the law. It is, isn't it? I'll tell you what's against the law. Listen, see if you can re- listen to this sentence and tell me what you think is illegal here. Josie has set up a website to sell her milk to new mums for their babies for £2 an ounce and £10 an ounce to blokes. <laughs> wow. can we, I'm going to try and find. Uh, some women sell their eggs and men sell their sperm. So what's the difference with me selling my breast milk then, is it? I don't think they sell them, do they? It's normally a donation. I'm going to try and find uh, her website. Let's see if we can get some and uh, we'll get Justin to take it to the streets. <laughs> oh, gosh. John, Go what you got? Apart from horror, (laughs) well, I'm feeling a little bit thirsty now. (laughs) I like I like a hot chocolate in the evening, and uh, why not?
0: Wow. Well, anyway, grants for ugly solar farms acts. I'm just reaching for the nearest thing here. Um, you know, there was uh, one proposed for near here, wasn't there? Near yep. Barton Leclay, which, of course, this week is the home of... The
8: BT,
10: big b- tour. Big tour.
0: Well, maybe it's not going to happen. Taxpayer-funded handouts to subsidise solar farms are being axed. Environment Secretary Liz Trust announced yesterday she said the ugly rows of solar panels are a blight in the countryside and take up vital land.
8: Is, are, there's so much in the papers today. Uh, 08459 four double five five double five. if you'd like us to sing to you. <laughs> eat, eating at work makes you fat. Well, it depends what you're eating, doesn't it? If you're battling an expanding waistline, it could be eating at work that is to blame. A study found that those who regularly buy ready-made sandwiches or salads to eat at their desks are more likely to be obese. What? This is because pre-prepared food contains more calories. <laughs> Uh, those who ate six or more meals a week away from home, including lunch at their desk and dinner out, had the highest body mass. It, basically,
0: if you eat more food, you'll be um, bigger. Fat,
8: you'll be fatter. I I um uh I started well not a diet. I just didn't really eat a lot of the weekend. Hey, my massage pants, uh, my
9: Pants <laughs> how posh!
8: My massage pants certainly came into their own at the weekend. Um, I put them on. You right?
16: Yeah. And I went and I had a. I had a you're what's right, okay, what's, wrong with that?
8: What's wrong? I went and had a cracking, ma- literally a cracking massage with some uh, Thai lady at the weekend. An hour, fifty quid. Oh, it uh, It's an offer. The thing is, I'm always aware, and I was I was wearing my massage pants. Although they let me down a little, the massage pants supposed to grip the leg because my legs are so skinny. There was still a, there was still an opportunity for the uh, soldiers to leave the barracks. They didn't. They they didn't. They were um, at ease. Um, but Did
13: she do the whole bit where she puts your arm back oh, and yeah. cracks it?
8: Yeah. She was doing amazing things. She walked on me. Oh, it was fantastic. But I'm, I'm always aware... She
13: walked on you? Yeah, mate. So she climbed onto the bed and then just uh, walked on you? Yeah. That's dangerous.
8: Well, she knows what she she's doing. They, they know what they're she doing. She could have fallen off. I hope she took the appropriate safety precautions. Yeah, well, she, she made sure that the, um, she was, the stilettos were well balanced. She's
13: she wearing a harness? <laughs> now,
8: um, so, but I'm am always aware in those situations that I that this is this is purely uh, a massage experience, and yes. I don't want I don't want them to think I'm expecting other issues to be divulged, other preparations. Yeah, to, we get what you're saying? I, yeah. I'm, you know, yeah. So I was trying to set, I was trying to make non-sexually threatening noises.
0: Wow, you don't make any noises. There's there's a clue.
8: No, because that would imply you're nervous because you're building up to the question. So when she's, like, um, she's... So you're
0: going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Is that what you were doing? Because that's, that's, that's no, a bit off. These,
8: these are the noises I was making. Tell me if you think these are in any way um, uh, sexually uh, intrusive. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. <sighs> yeah, that's it. That's, it. Mm, that's good.
10: <sighs>
8: ah... Oh yeah, that is the that is the spot. Yes. Go back there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's good. <sighs> oh yeah, that was great, thank you. Now that that implies I'm trying to treat her with respect.
13: That implies that you love her.
8: <laughs> Those aren't my love noises. My love noises are
13: Okay, right, okay, let's move on. <laughs>
6: Travel news for beds, hards, and bugs.
16: BBC Three Counties Radio starting to look quite heavy now on the Great North Road, um, just approaching the Black Cat roundabout. Also the A1M starting to build up, heading southbound just around Junction 8 for Stevenage and the M1's looking rather slow on the speed sensors at the moment between Junction 11, Dunstable Road and Junction 9 for Redbourne and the M25 heading anti-clockwise, rather slow moving between Junction 21 for the M1 and Junction 19 at Watford. Severe delays on the London overground between Euston and Watford Junction. It's all due to some overrunning engineering work, also affecting great northern trains out of Kings Cross as well, and minor delays on the Piccadilly Line between Cockfosters and Acton Town due to an earlier signal failure. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you so much.
8: Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio It's 6.46. These are your headlines on Monday the 20th of October. Community support officers in Bedfordshire have been given new powers to deal with anti-social behaviour. Elstow School in Bedfordshire is defending its decision to allow its head teacher to go on holiday during term time. And firefighters from Buckingham have been helping to put out a major blaze at the Didcot B power station in Oxfordshire. Coming up, more of the papers. We might even speak to Dealey. But before that, let's speak to Kate and get the weather. Beds,
20: hearts and
6: bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio.
20: Good morning. It's quite a bright start, or will be, once the sun comes up uh, across all three counties this morning. Still hanging on to the breeze from yesterday. Not quite as strong, but still noticeable. And uh, that brings our chance of a shower. They're going to blow through fairly quickly, though, if we do get them through the course of the day. They're likely to really skirt across the Chilterns and then head north and eastward. So one or two showers around, but as I said, the breeze will blow them through fairly quickly. The cloud will begin to increase through this morning and into the afternoon as well, but the maximum temperature not quite as warm as yesterday, but still reasonable. We're looking at around 15, maybe 16 Celsius. Overnight, dry at first, but then we'll see a cold front arriving. It's the middle part of the night. The wind will really start to um, develop and really breezy as we head through to dawn tomorrow morning. With it, the arrival of some heavy rains. Minimum temperature down to 9 Celsius. Now, this strong wind is likely to continue through tomorrow morning, but it will push this rain away fairly quickly. Behind it, some sunshine, some scattered showers, and temperature is getting cooler through the tomorrow. Start off fairly mild, but feeling chilly by the end of the day. Maximum temperature, 14 Celsius, and that's your forecast.
11: Do you want if I touch it?
19: Turn around Every now and then I get a little bit lonely And you're never coming around Turn around
11: Do well, you if I touch it? Oh, I want to touch, I want to feel. Tell us what you're doing right now. Wiggling it. Come here, give me a big cuddle. Having a gecko on your head, for me, is just wrong. Kind of makes me high, makes me low, then it lifts me back up again. It just has this effect on my body which I, I can't really explain. I feel good
8: In. hey
11: boss is it true that you uh, that when Kelly tried to tell you what this song reminds her of you you silenced her yeah I just said, can you uh, can you phone me on Saturday at midday that's when my show starts not now <laughs> okay thought so was
19: falling in love I'm only falling apart I can say
8: come on this is a great song this is a great song. Uh, classic PB there It's classic P- PB Power ballad uh, Lynn's on the line Hi Ian. Hi there hi, Lynn Kelly What?
5: Hi Catherine Hi Hi there Hi Justin
8: Hey Hey, hey. <laughs> Got you all in there <laughs> You make she, me laugh. She did say hi to you Kelly Oh hi
5: Lynn Hi. No,
8: I've already spoken to Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Helen. Yeah. <laughs> you make me laugh so much.
8: Well, we'll stop that. No, not you, Kelly. No. She's talking to me now. Sorry. We'll we'll stop that, Lynn. We'll have no more laughter. Some of, your, some of your descriptions had me in fits. Oh, yeah. For, 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 about, some of your descriptions had us in um, fits, didn't it, Just? C is more like. 40C. So I'm, I'm still concerned about
5: whether... Well, no, we won't go there. Um, what? Your soldiers yes. coming out of the barracks thing yes. gave me this mental image. Yep. You know you get the sentries outside Buckingham Palace and their little shed things, yep. Yep. big bearskins on. Yep. God, that must be more boring than stacking shelves and allgie that job. But it just gave me this mental image yep. that... Every now and again, they have to come out of their little barrack shed.
8: Now, are we talking about the actual soldiers or or my soldiers? Your soldiers. Yeah, no. So Uh, I'm just wondering... Yes? Because they have to come out... Yes. What?
5: ...and do a little walkabout... Well... What on earth would you have done if your soldier
8: thought, all oh, time ticking"? There we go. Thank oh, you very much indeed. Let's just say everybody was at ease on that day. Present arms. Yes, so there, there was nobody uh, standing to. Att- now, justin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, boss. You're all right, fella. Yeah, absolutely I fine. Think, Thank you. I yeah. think we're still broadcasting. Yes, I think we're still bro- <laughs> at ease. Everybody, nobody stand at attention this morning, please. Uh. Uh, now, we, uh, we, I think we have a mish for you, just. Yeah, yeah, far away. Could you get us coffee, please? <laughs>
11: could you? G- Your mission this morning, should you choose to accept it, is could you get us coffee, please? Uh, well, but I thought we had new coffee in the kitchen. Yeah. So, so, so what's your beef? Oh, for goodness sakes.
8: Catherine, he's not going to take the hint, so what have we got? Where are we going to send him today, Elsto, please? Elstow, I think. Yeah.
0: Because I want to be fair and find out whether, indeed, there is uh, discontent this at is, school gates.
8: This is this school. What school is it? Let's go. Elsto.
0: Elstow Primary.
8: Elstow Primary, where the headmistress, uh, Jenny Winda, Winder, uh, she's going to have a, a, a week or a couple of weeks off... Uh, no, one week. She's one having week. one week off... In January. ...in the Caribbean in January at a time when parents aren't uh, allowed to take their kids to school. And we were wondering... Justin what yeah. do the parents uh, think about this well, situation because the
0: daily mail is suggesting that they're, Brandon, they're a hypocrite then there's no names no pack drills, so how are we supposed to believe that i think you know let's see if mm. let's see if uh, that is indeed the case you know if parents are not being fined by Jenny Winder then fair play isn't it
11: well, I heard you talk about this at uh, 20 past six this morning. And there's kind of a couple of issues here. Um, first of all, the parents, what do they think? The Daily Mail aren't naming these parents. But secondly, what uh, we are told uh, that this break is for personal reasons. We don't know about that reason. If she comes out this morning and says to me at the school, uh, here's the reason, here's why I'm taking this one week break to the Caribbean in January, maybe we can have a better understanding. And people might say, well, in actual fact, th- that's fair enough. 14 years, I believe. Yeah. Uh, without taking holiday in terms, no, no, well, no, no, well, hang on, no, I'm
8: not having that. Hmm. Y- y- yes, she may have good personal reasons. Having worked a long time, I'm, I'm not going to allow that as a personal reason.
11: No, but if she, what, what I'm saying is, if she hasn't taken time for 14 years, that, that, that would suggest to me that, that she's dedicated to her job. I don't right. know. It could be somebody in her family's getting married, yeah. and she has to be there. Surely okay. that is an exceptional circumstance, which most people say, that's absolutely fine. Y- yes, you should go for that one week and one week only.
8: So I'm just watching Kath pick her nails like she's a board secretary or something. What on <laughs> earth are you doing? I <laughs> did them yesterday
0: and they're not quite as neat as I would <laughs> like.
8: <laughs> Justin, you go off and find out for us, please, mate. See what you can oh. sniff out. And, boss, before I go, yes, my Bart and the
11: Clay, the, the home of a big tour this week. Oh, yeah, Bart and w- the Clay, go on. Y- yeah, w- would you like a big question for your programme? Would you oh, like it? Oh, yeah, I would love a big mm. question. We could turn it okay. into, like, a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> OK, yeah, yeah. and
8: a uh, £500 prize. Yes, absolutely. Uh, not really. Qu- we have to say that's because we're the BBC and we're not allowed
0: to joke we anymore. We haven't
8: got £500
11: <laughs> Go on <laughs> She's got write this morning. Which 1990 song Which went to number one It was their first UK number one Is written about Barson Leclay This is a true story Which 1990 well, you song d- You deal in fact not fiction mate <laughs> is <laughs> Absolutely. It,
0: is it Rhythm is a Dancer?
11: No, it's not that, which was a great show. Which ninety song, which went to number one, is written about Barson Leclay, the home of our big tour this week? Now, I know that Mark Morrison is from around here. Is it Return of the Mac? (laughs) No, it's not Mark Morrison, no.
8: he was a Mysterious Girl,
0: Mysterious Girl.
8: No, that was written about Princess Risborough. Oh, yeah. All right, Justin, well, thank you very much. Cheers, Barson. See you later, ta-ta. I like Bill Oddy, because he's a miserable old get.
0: He says all sorts as well, doesn't he? We
8: should have baby quotas like China. I agree with this. Well, hang on. Britain should impose a Chinese... It doesn't mean you have to have Chinese babies. You just have yeah, but limits. they get
0: one baby each and then they dump the one they don't like.
8: Britain should impose a Chinese-style quota on the number of babies people can have rather than curb immigration, Bill Odia suggested. Hello? That makes perfect sense. The wildlife expert and TV presenter said he was delighted to have foreign neighbours and wanted a mixed country. On a TV debate, he said there should just as likely be a restriction on the number of children that British people have because overpopulation is what you're talking about. That's the big problem. He doesn't say how many he thinks we should have. Well,
0: he's got three, so I imagine three. I reckon two. I think three's excessive.
8: I think three is showing off. Yeah. I think two. I don't think you should have more than two kids. Mm. That's quite good. I like that. That makes sense, doesn't it? You read it and you think, oh, Bill Oddie, that's horrible. I think it makes perfect sense. You shouldn't have any more than two kids, okay. otherwise you're selfish.
0: Parents of three children, which one are you going to get rid of? Call me now. Oh, I'll wait, four, four five, five nine
8: four 555
9: Starting off on the M1, looking
16: rather heavy, heading southbound between Junction 11 for Dunstable Road and Junction 9 at Redbourne. In Harpingson, looking very heavy at the moment on St Albans Road, just around Station Road on the sensors. So far, taking a look at the M25, very slow moving, heading anti-clockwise between Junction 17 at Maple Cross and Junction 15 for the M4. On the train, severe delays at the moment on the London overground between Euston and Watford Junction. It's all due to some overrunning engineering works, also affecting train. From Great Northern out of Kings Cross as well. Minor delays on the Piccadilly line between Uxbridge and Acton Town, and also between Heathrow Terminal 5 and Acton Town due to an earlier signal failure. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Thank you, Nicola. So, quite a bit to talk about. Do you uh, have a problem with this head teacher taking a week off in January? And if you've got more than two children, you're selfish. Which ones are you going to get rid of?
9: We'll speak after the news with Lee. Cool and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three
1: Counties Radio. It's seven o'clock, I'm Lee Acnew. The headlines, new powers for support officers in Bedfordshire, Head teacher of Elstow School takes holiday in term time, and Buckingham firefighters tackle blaze at power station. BBC Three Counties Radio. Community support officers in Bedfordshire have new powers from today to deal with antisocial behaviour. The force says it means PCSOs will be more effective in dealing with people causing a nuisance. Chief Inspector Gavin Hughes-Rowlands says they'll be allowed to move people on.
12: And that would last for about 48 hours and that would be used in response to increasing antisocial behavior in a particular area.
1: Elstow School in Bedfordshire is defending its decision to allow its head teacher to go on holiday during term time. Jenny Winder is taking time off in January to go with her partner to the Caribbean. Catherine Boyle reports. The
0: school's website warns parents against removing their children from the classroom during term time with the threat of legal proceedings if they do. But Chair of Governors Kevin Hunter says that Mrs. Winder has served the school and thousands of children well for over 14 years and has made the request for personal reasons which they've judged appropriate understood it's the first time she's requested leave during term time.
1: Firefighters from Buckingham have been helping to tackle a blaze at the Didcot B power station in Oxfordshire. Investigators are trying to determine how the fire started at the plant. Dan Meredith from RWEN Power says supplies won't be affected.
6: There'll be no disruptions to electricity. We have a very resilient network in the UK and the way the National Grid can operate, they uh, are able to call on other power stations across the country to to fill the gap that this this power station has left as it's come off.
1: David Cameron's being warned not to alienate Eastern European countries as he tries to make a new deal with Brussels. The president of the European Commission says Britain would have zero influence on the world stage if it leaves the EU. Dr Fran Burwell from the Atlantic Council think tank believes he has a point.
5: It may be too much to say that Britain will have zero influence, but clearly Britain's influence if it were to leave the EU would be much reduced, not only in Europe, but I would say also in Washington. You know, President Barroso has about two more weeks left in office. So I think it was a time when President Barroso felt that he must make clear his views
1: on what is, no doubt, a key issue facing the EU. A woman whose son went to fight in Syria says not enough's being done to help them come home when they realise they've made a mistake. Linda says despite coming back to Britain, he's received no help to de-radicalise him.
21: I allowed my son to come back and accepted him with love. And um, we've got to be careful with, with um, young people. Young people can make sudden decisions that are not good and, and do dangerous things. And I think at that stage, whatever the, whatever the person's doing,
1: they need support. In sport, Andy Murray has beaten David Ferrer to win the Vienna Open. It means he qualifies for the World Tour Finals. And the weather will be bright and sunny with showers at times today. Top temperatures around 15 degrees Celsius. That's 59 degrees Fahrenheit. You can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash Three Counties.
11: Carla kind of makes me high, makes me low, then it lifts me back up again. It just has this effect on my body, which I, I can't really explain. I feel
9: BBC bad. Three Counties Radio's big tour of bed. Hearts and bucks. It's a beautiful village. We're surrounded by nice open countryside. Telling everyone about where you live. You've got the old
22: part on one side of the A6, you've got the newer part on the other side.
9: All this week, we're exploring Barton Le Clay. Some lovely old buildings, so it gives it a real sort of sense of a real feature to the place. The big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks, BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Good morning to you. It's Monday. It's the 20th of October. Oh! It's nearly Christmas. We're two months and a week away from Christmas. And I can see Jonathan Vernon Smith climbing on a table trying to fix some lights. It's always a joy to see that man doing some physical labour at last. What's coming up? Oh, we're talking about PCSOs. We're talking about a head teacher who's taking a week off in term time to go to the Caribbean. Does it bother you? We don't know what her reasons are, so it'll be justified. We'd love to know if you go to Elstow School and what you think about a Miss Winder taking some time off. What have you done to get booze? Some poor woman. Stuck her head inside um, a, a bottle recycling bank. Textbook
0: error. They're Te- be empty, aren't they? They're like.
8: gonna. Well, there'll be a few dregs in. <laughs> How far have you gone to get booze? Should we limit the number of children that we have to two? I think that makes perfect sense. And it's odd that that's not been such a. We're talking about all the poles and the Romanians and the um, Americans coming over here. Well, why don't we limit the number of kids we have? It seems crazy to have more than two kids.
0: OK, so the third one, if you do have a third one, which one are you
9: going to get rid of?
8: 08459 four double five five double five.
9: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I would love some Texas.
0: We're going to be talking about PCSOs in a minute, in more detail, with some experts. Um, we've been talking already about the four new powers that they have in Bedfordshire. Let me be get this to- right.
8: So one is the ability to stop time, one is uh, invisibility, one is uh, flight, uh, and the other is uh, to um, uh, hold up a whole building with one hand.
0: Not quite. Ah. It's more about fixed penalty fines. Right. But, um, close. Not the
8: greatest of superheroes. Well, you
0: asked the listeners what, what powers they would like to give PCSOs. Yeah, go on, what we got? Um, well, Phil on the way home to Ping says, how about giving them... <laughs> Um, the power of Greyskull.
17: <laughs> oh,
8: thank you, Phil. Yeah, they handle that. Is, is there uh, a place called Ping?
0: I think it might be Tring, but I think he might be doing a joke. Ping. But maybe he's going to ping. That's there's a place
8: fun. called Ping. That's wonderful.
0: I need to live there. And um, there's also a message through from Math, uh, who is talking about the head teacher is taking time off in January. Yeah. Um, says there's no excuse for it. 13 weeks off, well paid. They are the school manager. Obviously, Orwell's 1984 is back in the curriculum. Says Math. I don't think her like, face
8: is being uh, eaten off by rats. I don't think that's nice. happening. Oh, eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number now, as we've just said from today. Police community support officers in Bedfordshire will have new powers to deal with antisocial behaviour. The force says it will mean PCSOs will be able to make an even greater contribution to fighting nuisance behaviour, which spoils quality of life for residents. Well, let's speak now to Labour Bedford Borough Councillor Colleen Atkins, who's a member of the Police and Crime Panel for Bedfordshire and chairs the eastern region of Neighbourhood Watch. Good morning to you, Colleen. Good morning. How big an issue is antisocial behaviour?
23: Well, antisocial behaviour, if it affects you, then it is a very big issue. It comes in a, a whole variety of forms, and, and a lot of people aren't even quite sure what antisocial behaviour is. So the new reforms are trying to bring it all together to make it easier and to make it a lot more victim-focused.
8: Are these going to be because Do you remember ASBOs, when ASBOs came in, and they didn't really do a lot. Are, are these powers going to be more effective than those, do you think, Colleen?
23: Well, I would contradict that. I think that ASBOs did do a lot, uh, especially in the first instances. But as things have changed and it's now become a lot clearer that there were something like about 19 different uh, bits of legislation which have now been taken down into six. And that's made it a lot more streamlined. It means that the police, the the local authorities, the councils, um, housing associations, etc., they can all work together in a lot better way. We have been working extremely well together. Bedford has a really good reputation for working in partnership, but these will bring in extra powers, which means that they can work a lot more efficiently together and include some of the PCSO powers.
8: Some of the wording seems a little bit vague, and there is a a concern, isn't there, that um, buskers or homeless people could be targeted by these new powers. What do you think about that?
23: I would completely disagree with that, and it's certainly not the intention of Bedford Borough or anywhere in Bedfordshire. Oh, not the
8: intention, but the, it, within, within the wording of these powers, they could be, couldn't they?
23: Buskers have got their own uh, code of conduct, and th- that is how they work within the local authority areas. So in Bedford, we have a, a code of conduct with buskers which would deal with that situation, and we wouldn't need to, to deal with it in this way. And homeless people? Exactly the same sort of thing. What's being brought in is, is no different to what we have been doing in Bedford, working in partnership, working to help the community. But this brings in, as I say, a lot more um a lot more centered on victims it also gives the the professionals and their partners flexibility to deal with the difficult and often very sensitive situations and it also as i said it streamlines the powers of tackling antisocial behavior
8: clink i appreciate your time this morning thank you very much indeed joined by matt overt who is the director of program development at the charity diffuse Uh, good morning to you matt what approach does diffuse take to dealing with antisocial behavior
24: we believe that there's a role that the public can take in antisocial behaviour. And that's not to say we're moving the uh, responsibility uh, around and away from the police. But imagine um, uh, a sprained ankle. Not every sprained ankle needs an ambulance. The same is true in, in antisocial behaviour. So there's a time that the police are needed, because it's very complex, it's very dangerous. There's a time when the public themselves can deal with their own situations and can actually defuse a situation before it becomes antisocial or... Take the temperature out of something which is already uh, is, is already happening.
8: What kind of situations would uh, are you suggesting that the public could uh, diffuse?
24: Uh, well, we work uh, with communities, um, so there is the uh, someone's doing something in your community, maybe vandalism that you would prefer them to stop. But quite often, people themselves feel victims of antisocial behaviour. We had one person on our course um, after attending our, our training; uh, he had youth uh, throwing stones at his house, and he, he uh, spoke to them and said, "Well, what have I done to you?" And they said, "Well, who are you?" So I'm the guy who's house you throwing stones out. Oh, crikey, we didn't realise. We're really sorry. So he opened the dialogue, he didn't get aggressive, he didn't get angry with the people who were, who were perpetrating the, uh, the antisocial behaviour, um, and that bit of dialogue helped move that situation that's along. Good,
8: I, I would, that's got to be an exception, though, hasn't it? We hear so many... So I've got a friend who's dealing with an idiot next door who's making too much music. You, he goes and speaks to him, and he just gets a load of abuse. I I, I I can't believe that many situations with idiots are calmed down by someone going, ''Hey, could you stop, please?''
24: Uh, I think if you start off from the perspective they're an idiot, um, that's going to come across in your tone, and they're going they're well, they, they an to...
8: If they're chucking stones at my house, they're an idiot.
24: Uh, sure, but they're doing it for a reason It may not be personal, and to take it personally and to escalate it... It's my house. That way, yeah, but it, it, they may not know it's you. Well, uh, they know someone lives there. Of course. Uh, so we're having a, a dialogue. The, the key is not to do the spontaneous thing, so think it through. What is it that you want?
8: I want, them to stop throwing sto- I want the idiots to stop throwing stones at my house.
24: We had a guy at one of our courses um, whose, whose approach was to was to go out and basically tell them where to go with, uh, with fairly aggressive, strong language. Uh, and what happened then is, well, he got a bigger stone thrown at his house. So, yes, you may want them to stop throwing stones at your house. So what, I go approach. out
8: there and give him a hug and make him a cup of tea and say, come on, lads, come and play Xbox with me?
24: Uh, I think every situation is different, but what I'm saying is, if you go in with an aggressive approach to an anti- antisocial behaviour situation, all that's going to do is escalate it.
8: But they're being, the, they're the ones being. They're, they're, but they're being aggressive. What, what, how, how, would, how would you suggest I diffuse the situation of idiots throwing stones at my house? Then just, just ask them to stop.
24: Well, there's, there's a reason why they're doing it. Uh, if it if I don't it, care it, what the reason is. Uh, well, there, well there, is, there is. There is a reason. There I don't it's care. It's my
8: house. Is. Stop throwing stones
24: at my house. Um. Well, I think if you're taking an aggressive approach, then the situation is going to escalate. And what we want to do here is to calm the situation down. And if you go out and get all up in someone's face, then that's just going to make it, make it worse. I'm a situation where a neighbour came round to my house. Uh, he, he objected to where I, I parked. It was a genuine mistake on, on my behalf. Uh, he came round banging on the door, um, shouting at my, my partner because I was, I was out at the time. And the next day, I wanted to have a conversation. I Of course, I was seething. I was incredibly angry at this. Hey, how dare you come around and speak to me like that over a genuine mistake? If I'd have gone around there and banged on his door and done the same sort of response there, all that would have done is made the situation worse. What I did was find a, an opportunity to talk to him, and I apologized. I said, I'm sorry that I blocked you in. I didn't mean to do that. And then I said, well, but you, do you know that you came across very aggressive? I said, no, no, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't mean to do that. So we started having a dialogue. He misunderstood my park, my parking. I misunderstood his aggression. We had a dialogue. We said, well, we're reasonable people. Let's have a conversation next time this happens. Every situation is different, uh, and, and the words you use and how you approach it will be different. Sometimes, yeah, of course, call the police, speak to the local authority. If it's ongoing, if it is... Uh, a, a, victimisation, then of course you need, you need to get help. And what we do is give people the skills to deal with the situations they can and refer the situations they can't, but not just automatically refer and uh, not to live in fear of, of, of approaching someone.
8: Matt, if people want to find out more about Diffuse, where do they go? Uh, D-F-U-S-E,
24: Diffuse.org.uk
8: Excellent stuff, Matt. Thank you very much indeed for your time. Uh, 08459 four double five five double five is the telephone number. I, our opinion slightly: if someone's chucking stones at my house, then I'm not going to go out and say, hey... Do you know what? I might go out. First First call, I'll go and say, hey, could you stop doing that? I don't think that would work. And when, when they did it the second time, I said, Oi! Go pee off, you little so or I'm going to call the police.
0: Throwing stones at your house is a provocative thing. It's not like they're doing it by accident and they've not thought about what they're doing.
8: Oh, we didn't know you lived there. Well, you know that someone lives there. It's like, go away. Go away. I'm going to call the police, you little so-and-so. And, oh, and by the way, I'm filming you. I'm filming there you. you go. now. And this is going online. Now, naff off. Gonna, I would go out and say, excuse me, could you stop doing that, please? Yeah. But then when they carried on doing it, which they would, of course I'm getting angry, because they're idiots. They're idiots if they do it. My, my mate is, is having terrible trouble with someone uh, who lives just next door to him playing their music too loudly. And he's gone round and done, excuse me, could you... Um... Oh, yeah, 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 sorry, not changed it a bit. He's gone to the manager of the, the housing complex. Oh, we'll sort it out, not changed it a bit. So, I would suggest the, the. And correct me if I'm wrong, dear listener. Maybe you've had experience where you've gone and spoken calmly to people, and they've gone, oh, I'm really sorry, mister. Yeah, I'll stop. Uh, but I suspect that the majority of instances would not be calmed up, down by going, hey, I know you've got issues, and things are really bad for you, and stuff. tell um, Jimmy, what's really behind this? Come here, do you want to come in? Listen, I've just got some new games on the Xbox. Maybe we could talk over that. Hey, you stole my Xbox! <laughs> Oh, 08459 five, 455 555 five. Uh, Your examples of antisocial behaviour And di- and if I'm wrong Oh, then wonderful Did going out and just saying Hey, cu- guys Hey, guys um, Do you want to share this doobie with me? Did that work? Oh, 08459 five, 455 555 I wasn't offering to share my doobie with you guys, by the no,
0: way No, no, you never offer um, Now, you remember my uh, neighbour who's got the fridge on the end of her drive? Oh, yeah I had a good plan for that Do you remember the good plan?
8: Are you allowed to say the plan on oh, air? Yeah,
0: because yeah, I can't do it is it gone? She's only shifted it. She's ruined my plan.
8: She was going to put a uh, fridge magnets on there I'm saying get
0: some of those alphabet blocks those fridge That's magnets and start um, the fridge a, con- a dialogue between the Red Ram.
8: It's gone, has it? Yeah. What well, she replaced
6: it with a burnt out car? Uh
9: well.
6: We'll be soon. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
9: BBC 3 Counties Radio.
16: It's looking rather heavy at the moment on the Great North Road just approaching the Black Cat roundabouts. So far the M1 on the sensors rather slow moving between Junction 11 for Dunstable Road and Junction 9 for Redbourne. In Harpingdon it's looking very slow moving on St Albans Road just around Station Road and the M25 heading anti-clockwise is very slow moving between Junction 22 for St Albans and Junction 19 at Watford. Taking a look so far at the train severe delays on the London overground between Euston and Watford Junction it's all due to some overrunning engineering works, also causing delays on Great Northern out of King's Cross as well. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you
8: so much. We've got a great tweet from Ian Gervin. What powers would you give PCSOs? He said PCSOs should be able to turn into lions. That would sort it. That's a great one. <laughs> 7.17, it's Monday the 20th of October. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Community support officers in Bedfordshire have been given new powers to deal with anti behaviour. Firefighters from Buckingham have been tackling a blaze at the Didcot B power station in Oxfordshire. And the head teacher of Elstow School in Bedfordshire is being allowed to go on a Caribbean holiday in term time. Your thoughts on that story, please? 08459 455 555. Dealey will be at the school later on. DC
9: Three Counties Radio. Well, apparently
8: the radio station doesn't close down at the weekends.
10: Every Saturday morning from nine. So I'll give the three counties clue in its entirety. People are saying it on the text. Thought oh, Waterville sounds good because it has l- a lakes to the west. Treasure quest. We are on our search for the treasure. Isn't it more likely to be a name of a town that has what, something like wet in it? Where do you think Tim needs to go in Aylesbury? I think
9: Tim needs to go to Watermead. Saturday mornings from nine. Where's the
10: clubhouse? Oh, there's the clubhouse. The treasure was in the form of Jane and you touched her, didn't you? Treasure quest.
9: Every Saturday Saturday morning from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is Ian Lee. All right.
9: BBC Kath. Three Counties Radio.
8: I think we've sorted it. I thought it was all sounding a bit to cock this morning. Uh, I think we fixed... I think that Kelly and I have fixed... So you speak now, Kath. Hello. Hello. Right, carry on speaking. Tell us what you uh, did at the weekend, but try what and I make it sound exciting, yeah.
0: Oh, what I did the weekend, I uh, scaled a really high mountain and I got the hair from the giant's head.
8: I think I fixed it.
0: And I what? Think,
8: I mean, it doesn't sound any different to... Toby? Yes, sir? Are you phoning up to have a beef about Catherine's voice? Yeah, just a small beef, She's yeah. She's from up north. There's not a lot we can do about that. Oh. But it's coming out of one speaker, is it? Yeah, just one side, the right-hand side. I, I think I can make it come out of no speakers, if that would help. What, just Catherine or all of you? Oh, you. Cheeky, right. No, just uh, uh, ask it, just, just ask it. Yeah, it would just be Catherine. All right, hang on, Colin? Morning. You've got, oh, flip it. <laughs>
2: You've got beef with Catherine as well, have you? No, I haven't got beef with her at all. No, it just... you got beef, is... You got beef with Toby? It's, no, it Toby, Colin's a... got beef with you. <laughs> I, I don't leave with anybody. Well, then what do you want, old man? I'm just saying that it sounded as though she was uh, on the phone. When? When you spoke to her on the phone? No, when she was when she was uh, talking right. to you, Toby. <laughs> yes, sir. Are you near your radio? I'm. Well, I'm
8: right in front of you. I'm in the van. I'll go to Right. Okay. Now, Catherine, you talk now.
0: Hello, Toby. Can you hear me
8: better okay. now? Is Am it... I surrounding oh. you?
12: You're surrounding me perfectly. I
8: love it. Hang on, no, I haven't. I haven't changed anything yet.
2: Oh, I don't mind. Just leave it like that. I love, love being
8: surrounded. <laughs> oh, for goodness' sake, right. Toby's gone. This is not an 0898 number. Could we get? Could we make money, Colin? Yes. Are you near your wireless set? I am. Right now, Catherine, flirt with uh, 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 Colin. Colin.
2: Hello, right. darling. Hang uh, on, I've got to turn it up. I, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a when you get boy, old, you've got you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> There you are. Yeah, you're coming through perfect. I've not changed anything! I've not
8: changed anything!
2: You don't have to. Hey, be quiet, Colin. She's a big girl now. She can change herself. Colin, be quiet.
8: Don't say anything. Good morning! Now turn your radio on again, you plum. Oh. Well, I thought that creates feedback. Yeah, the Larson effect. The Larson
13: effect. The Larson effect.
8: The Larson effect. The Larson effect. Right, it's Effect. No, keep quiet, Colin. No, keep quiet, Colin. The Larson effect.
13: The Larson effect. The Larson effect.
8: Morning, Ian. Morning, Ian. Morning, Ian. Morning, Ian. How are you, Ian? How are you, Ian? I'm good, Ian. How are you, Ian? I'm good, Ian. Psychedelic. I'm good,
9: Ian. Psychedelic.
8: There we go, that's what Mr. Happens.
9: Barbalina, Mr. Bar- Bar-
8: Barbalina, Mr. Barbalina, Mr. Bar Barbalina. China Clipper calling Alamita. But we didn't have oh. trouble with you. We've got trouble with you, Colin. you are gone. I haven't fixed anything. There we go, let me play with that knob there. Actually.
13: That was fun though, wasn't it? Uh. Oh, she's back. Technically. She's back surrounding the whole room. I'm engulfing you. Uh, whether you ways. like it or not. <laughs>
8: oh god. Okay, well, we should. Well, that could be. Hey, I've got an idea for a feat You know, how we were talking about we haven't got any features on the show. Yeah. And we like should f- have
0: like the four for four and all that.
8: Yeah, we should have one. Um, uh, Boiled beef. Boiled beef. Wait, boiling that-
0: point. <laughs>
13: <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant.
8: That is brilliant.
13: Ian, do you want to say it's, a, it's like you said it? So what? it's like you came up with it. So it's your oh, yeah. idea. We, you know, we haven't got
8: any features, and we were talking yeah. last week. We haven't got any features. Yeah,
13: like yeah. we need the four by four.
8: Yeah. Well, I've got one. Yeah. Go on, the boiling point
13: that's,
8: that's, that's rubbish, great isn't it? well so basically um, it's uh Boyle has beef, and she reaches bo- her uh, beefy boiling point. Beefy's, <laughs> beefy's boiling point with Ian Botham. You're not in it anymore, Kath, Sorry. It's Ian Botham and he's good. Dang. They get beef, and um, th- he I don't b-
0: want to think about that.
8: Ian Botham reaches boiling point. We
0: just <laughs> stop being burnt onto my eyeballs.
8: Oh <laughs> uh, eight four five nine four double five five double five. Now this new feature is called Beef with boil. <laughs> and if you've got, if you've got beef with boil, give us a call now and uh, tell us exactly what your beef is, and you can have it off with. Uh, have, it, have
0: right. it out with her goodness me that's worse than a feature we used to do when I was the Milton Keynes reporter um, Some bright Spark decided we'd play a game you can have it out with her listen to this one, Phil Boyle's box
8: who's Phil
25: Boyle?
0: <laughs> I had to go out with an empty box and get it filled by the end of the morning we played it once I was uncomfortable with it what sort of stuff did you get? A pen, a comb
9: Mouth organ, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is Ian Lee. BBC
9: Three Counties Radio.
6: Ah,
8: Disneyland, the American one, not the French one that's being bailed out by the American one. Nice this time of year. I can't go because my boy is in school and schools are finding parents who take their kids away in term time. Still, it's only fair, isn't it? After all, the teachers have to wait for the holidays too. Or do they? The headmistress of Elstow School is taking a week off in January to go to the Caribbean and the government governors are fine with it. We've sent Justin down to the school and hopefully we'll get to speak to some of the parents later on. Now, we don't know her reasons... Uh, for going, we don't know what the reason is, so we're kind of shooting in the dark a little bit here. But if you've been caught out by um, uh, not being able to take your kids out of school, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. I'm joined now by Craig Langman, who is a parent who started a petition against the fines. He's also founder of the campaign group Parents Want a Say. Morning, Craig. Good morning, Ian. Craig, uh, should head teachers be taking time off during term time?
22: No, <laughs> no, they shouldn't. They have a responsibility to uh, to ensure that the uh, education of our kids is paramount and important. And basically, you know, we get told on a weekly basis that uh, you know head teachers and teachers shouldn't be taken uh, aren't allowed to take time off during term time. So therefore, we shouldn't take our kids out of school either.
8: Now we don't know. Um the reason that this head teacher is taking a week off in January, the uh, um, the chair of governors says that it's that they're satisfied with her reason. So I guess we have to assume that she does have a good reason to go.
22: I, I, I would agree, and, and obviously we can't sort of um, we can't comment about this specific case. However, generally speaking, this isn't the only th- the only time we've heard that a teacher or a head teacher has been off during um, during term time. And obviously my group, um, parents want to say, is basically trying to sort of um, be the middle ground between parents and teachers, because at the moment there seems to be quite a lot of animosity being sort of built, um, where parents are being isolated, you know, we're being fined, we're being told that we're not turning up for parents' evening, that we're not doing child's homework, and this, that and the other. And it's very difficult at the moment, being uh, being a parent, and... What we're basically saying is, common sense has to prevail. If you've got a reason that is under what we consider to be exceptional circumstances, whether it's a funeral, whether it's seeing family abroad, whether it's you know a whole raft of things, to each and every case, this is what we consider to be exceptional, not what the government ex- um, says is exceptional circumstances.
8: I suppose it's different um, for a head teacher because it's it's more of a managerial role, isn't it? That their, their presence. Uh, wouldn't necessarily be uh, felt as much as a child's you know the, the impact on the head teacher in the school wouldn't be as big as on a child who is missing a week of term
18: true but it, it
22: but it's setting the precedent mm. you know a leader should lead therefore if a leader is off you know what's that message being sent out to the rest of the teachers well actually the head teacher can go off whenever she feels like it we can as well and in the end of the day they keep saying and so do the leas keep saying that um, a child's education is affected for every single day that child is is missing from school so when you've got teachers that are being off because they're going on holiday or or they're going to funerals or, or things that life gets in the way that's then setting a precedent so wouldn't it be a lot more harder now for the the head teacher to now turn around to parents and say well actually I'm not authorising this holiday um, and you will be fined you can imagine the parents are then going to turn around and say well you did
8: When are you planning to um, next take your kid out of school during term time? You got anything planned?
22: I haven't (laughs) Um, because I believe that my child's education is important. However, that's not to say that something that's unplanned might suddenly turn up in the next 12 months, two years, three years, five years. I just don't know. And having the flexibility to be able to go to my head teacher or my son's head teacher and say, you know, we've got to take my son out of school. This is an exceptional circumstance. Please, are you able to do that? And that's why we say we go back to the rules that were that the head teacher had a discretion of up to 10 days under special circumstances. But that wasn't a God uh, right for everyone to be able to take that. It was still, you had to give a reason for that. And if you didn't have a reason, you couldn't take the time off.
8: Craig, good to talk to you this morning. Thank you very much indeed. Craig Langman, a parent who started a petition against uh, the fines. So Justin Dealey is going to be at the school uh, hopefully a little bit later on. We've got any texts or anything, We Kath? have
0: yeah, one from Jade. I don't have children, so I'm not particularly bothered. But what if the head teacher's partner is really ill and they want to go on holiday for one final time together? Is that so unacceptable? I would say a situation like this is classed as an exceptional circumstance. Also, they have deputy head teachers who I'm sure could stand in for the week.
8: Yeah, that's, we don't know. Um, we don't know the exact situation, do we? No, we've we? been
0: told personal reasons. Mm. It could could be anything.
6: 08459 oh, double five five double five. Travel news for beds, hards and bugs.
9: BBC Three Counties Radio.
16: Starting off this morning on the M1, it's rather slow moving on the sensors between Junction 12 for Flitwick and Junction 11 for Dunstable Road. Taking a look so far, at the M1 London bound rather heavy around Junction 9 for Redbourne, and in Harpingdon, it's looking very slow moving on the speed sensors on St Albans Road, just around Station Road, and also the A41 in Hemel Hempstead very heavy between the Hemel Hempstead turnoff and Junction 20 for the M25. Take a look at the M25 itself, very heavy anti-clockwise between Junction 18 at Chorleywood and Junction 15 for the M4. The M40 on camera looking heavy from the Denham roundabout to the M25. And also, taking a look at the trains, um, minor delays on the Piccadilly line between Uxbridge and Acton Town. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
9: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Half past seven, I'm Liac. New The headlines, community support officers in Bedfordshire have been given new powers to deal with anti-social behaviour. They'll be able to hand out fines and move people causing a nuisance along. Firefighters from Buckingham have been helping to tackle a blaze at the Didcot B power station in Oxfordshire. Investigators are trying to determine how the fire started at the plant, which can supply power to a million homes. Nelstow School in Bedfordshire is defending its decision to allow its head teacher to go on holiday during term time. Jenny Winder is taking time off in January to go with her partner to the Caribbean. The weather will be bright and sunny with showers at times. Top temperatures around 15 degrees Celsius, that's 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports.
9: BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: GPR boss Harry Redknapp has described his players as naive after losing 3-2 to Liverpool. Liverpool snatched the points after the home side equalised twice, but Liverpool manager Brendan Rodgers says he's disappointed with his team's performance.
21: Defensively, we, we kept penetrating and, and kept looking to to score and get back in it, and uh, as I said, it was an incredible final sort of ten minutes, really. So, uh, But for us, we'll take the three points, we'll take the the character that the team showed, but the performance was too slow and there's no speed and no, the, the, the circulation of the ball was, was nowhere near the level that I would expect.
1: There were victories for Luton Town, Stevenage and Wickham and a goalless draw for the MK Dons. Watford atop top of the championship table after a 3-0 win at Sheffield Wednesday. And the Hornets' new boss, Lavisa Djukanovic, was pleased with the result.
17: It's a good, uh, good start. We must make good game, in, uh, especially we have some problems in... In first uh, 15 minutes and last 15 minutes, but we. Catch the control in, uh, in many many minutes on the on the game. And from the beginning, I must to be happy with uh, my team uh, doing today in the, in, the, in the match.
1: In tennis, Andy Murray beaten David Ferrer to win the Vienna Open. The victory means he'll move into eighth and qu- final qualifying position for the World Tour Finals. He says he knows how important the match was to his season.
18: So it was a good uh, finish to the week. Obviously, it was an important match. Um in the race uh, for the Tour of Finals in London. Um, and, yeah, it was a very, very tough match today, but, yeah, glad I managed to get through it. And
1: that's BBC Three Counties News and Sport with more at 8 o'clock.
9: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is
1: Ian Lee.
9: BBC Three Counties. Ooh, yeah. Feeling it, feeling it now,
8: yeah. Yeah, yeah, baby, I am feeling it. Now, morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Boy, oh, boy, what a busy show this morning. So we're talking about the uh, head teacher at Elstow School, Jenny Winder, Jenny Winder, who is taking a week off during term time. Now, we don't know the reason. We don't know the... I saw your email. Thank you, Kelly. We don't know the reason. She's going to the Caribbean for a week. There could be a personal reason, or it, it might be a jolly. We just don't know. Is it appropriate for her to do that?
13: Maybe it's dentist...
8: In the Caribbean?
13: Yep. People, when they have a set dentist or doctors that they love, they try to stay with them. So maybe...
8: Hey, you mentioned a good point, because my my hairdresser has left the establishment that uh, I get my haircut done, I think. Her name doesn't come up on the computer anymore when I try and book online. I'm not phoning Mm. them. Uh, So I've only only just started... I've been having uh, Vanessa for 18 months now. Feltz. Okay. And I've only just started getting used to her I think she's, I think we're starting to get a good communication And now I've got no idea where she is So I've got to start a relationship With a hairdresser again mm. And that's a real pain It's an annoyance Anyway, I don't know why we're talking about that. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Bill Oddy says we should um, uh, have a, uh, all have Chinese children. No, hang on a second. Bill Oddy says we should limit the number of children we can have like what the Chinese do.
0: We've had a rather radical texter on this
8: one. Yeah, go on. It's a well, radical, radical idea.
0: I don't mean like a skateboarder. Oh. Girls aged from 12 to 13 should be fitted with an implant. What? This way they don't get pregnant and can have it removed when they're mature enough to want kids, they can do so. Thus stopping unplanned pregnancy and birth rates down, says Ben of Buckingham.
8: You're right, Ben. We should uh, be invading the bodies of 12-year-old girls and putting uh, machinery in there to stop them doing what's natural.
13: What are you doing, doing why, why is this being put in? I'd <laughs> <Have you> trusted? <laughs> hurts, I think that would encourage bad behaviour. I think yeah, it would. It could, actually.
8: Oh eight four five nine 455, double 555. Double but I do think two kids, and then, you know, something should get. T- t- Jude Law's had five. He's had a fifth kid with like the four, third or fourth woman. He's like, if there were a Jeremy Kyle for posh people, he'd be on it.
0: He's doing his bit for the gene pool, though, isn't he? Oh,
8: flipping it. Just put, to quote Kyle, put something on the end of it and don't go on Facebook.
0: They can do what they want as long as they're paying for it, though, can't they? Yeah,
8: exactly. That's the thing. As long as I'm not paying for it, I'm not bothered. Phillips in South Norwood. Morning, Phil. Morning,
2: Ian. Morning, Did You Phil. know that in 1964, yeah. Bill Oddie made a record that was banned by the BBC. Oh. It's called oh. Nothing Better to Do. Oh. And it was all about the Hells Angels and the motorbikes going down to Brighton and oh. smashing up the seafront. Flipping, eh?
0: It sounds as if it could be about having loads and loads of children. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, it's a great song. It's on YouTube. Could you sing it for us? Well, I, I've got a couple of, I knew you were going to ask that, so I've got a couple of lines here from it. Uh, Okay. It's your town, others will mend it. Why do you do it? Nothing better to do.
0: It wasn't banned for being rubbish, was it? <laughs> no, 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 come on.
2: No, it, 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 it is... It's a, I bought it, actually, when it came out in 60, ball. And you were 50 then, weren't you, Phil? Oh, I'm trying to work out... <laughs> no, well, no, 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 I was just about 20. Philip, do you... Because right, I
8: know you like watching television, right? Yes. I don't watch... The only thing I've watched on television in the last six months is an American programme called Silicon Valley. Have you seen that? I'm not
2: that one. Is it oh. a reality show you what
8: know, What? No, it's a comedy. <laughs> it should be. It, it's a comedy uh, about these geeks, that are, these geeks that are programming computers. But it's really, really funny. Watch what it on here? Um, 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 oh. one of the skies, probably oh, Atlantic.
2: Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I must admit, I do catch up occasionally on, uh, on Google Play with it. i tell you one I can recommend. Yes, Philip. Motive. Have you seen Motive? No. I'm it's so a Canadian motive. cop series. Ooh. Really, really good. It's all Mounties? No, no, no. It, what it is... Yes? It, you find out the first minute of, the, of the, each episode, oh, yeah. they tell you who the murderer is oh. and who's going to be murdered. You know 44 minutes before the police... Well, what's the
8: point? Thank you, Phil. What's the point in watching that then? If you know who's going to be popped off and then th- 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 um, Nadia pop off. Mm? What?
0: Yeah. Hey, we've had uh, a reasonable text from uh, Shirley. Oh, yeah. Hey, Ian. Shirley, not. Shirley and M- Milton Keynes. <laughs> Shirley, not. No, Shirley and Milton Keynes.
8: She doesn't call. Hey, Shirley, what are you stop calling us for, love? You used to call us. Uh... Yeah. She used to call us. Yeah. No, she didn't call I think us no somebody more. Somebody went and spoiled it all. Who? You. D- Ian, that How did teacher, I spoil I- it with Shirley?
0: Uh,
8: I didn't spoil it with Shirley. Uh, I did not spoil it with Shirley. Shirley, uh, did I spoil it with you?
0: Yeah. How? Hi, Ian. That head That's teacher. like Michael Jackson
8: there. How?
0: Hi, Ian. Sorry, that guys. head teacher. Hi, Ian. Sorry.
8: Head- Hi, Go. Ian. No. Hi, Ian. Now. Just wait for me to. I'm going to throw it to you, OK? Here's Catherine. Hi, with Ian. From Texas. Mm.
0: Hi Ian, that head teacher may be celebrating an occasion Like a special birthday or an anniversary Or attending a family wedding They didn't go into detail And we shouldn't make assumptions It's not fair I don't think she's just on a jolly Or she'll be setting a precedent for her stuff
8: There's no such thing as a special birthday Hey, since when did adults start taking the day Or the week off work of their birthday? Yeah,
0: do you remember when we tried to get that adult on Who's in a position of power Who was taking a day off for his wife's birthday? Who was that? Okay, right, not Your favourite
8: Lloydie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't but mind he him. He could do it. what he wants. I don't mind him doing that. Dave T has uh, tweeted at Ian Lee: new idea for the show. Catherine, you're going to hate this. Oh, here we go. Oh, I've just realised you're going to hate this. Really? Catherine collects items from people and gives them to needy children. Okay. Boil in the bag. <gasps> <gasps>
2: I am your father. Look.
0: All of a sudden, I'm like nine again, and it's horrible going to school.
8: It's uh, uh, boil in the bum. Now, <gasps> there, that was the one. It's uh, it's beef with boil. If you've got a beef with boil, if she said something to upset you or offend you, oh eight four five nine Or
0: if you'd like to enjoy some beef with me, here's something. <sighs> you enjoyed some beef with me, didn't you last week? <laughs>
8: it's just a vicious rumor, Catherine. There were no photographs. It was delicious. We slept in separate hotel rooms. So here's uh, speaking of beef, uh, Amanda Holden. She's certainly holding on to something, but I'm not quite sure how. She's wearing um, a, a purple dress yes. that goes from top to just below the knee. It's got the zip at the back.
0: Yeah, all the way up.
8: Um, but the zip, she's not done the zip up. So instead of doing the zip from the top down to the bottom, well, she's done the zip to the top down to just above the bottom. And there's, she's posted a picture of her backside sticking out of this dress. You know, kind of the way that um, um, a tart would do. Um, well, I think it's a bit cheeky fun. That's not cheeky. Would you do that? Would you? And your leather skirt—it's not got a zip on it. We can rip it. And,
0: uh, anyway, it looks like she's on zip her bottom though. I think it's a bit unfortunate the positioning her, of the zip.
13: Her bottom's out. Yeah, yeah. she's just th- be checking. Is that definitely your purpose? Yeah. You yes, mate. Because some laid... some women, accidentally <sighs> tuck their oh, skirt into that, their Oh, Isn't type. that the?
8: I don't... Does that happen anymore?
13: Yes. Yes. I, do you remember the last time I saw that? It was one
0: of those situations where there was a lot of traffic. Yeah. At a standstill, hey. and people were starting to get out of their cars, right? Oh. And we That's saw amazing. in the rear view mirror people just creasing up as this woman walked by.
19: Oh. And we realised as she walked
13: past why she that, got her skirt tucked to in a case. Uh, my dress was tucked into my underwear. I walked home from the train station. I got lots of no beeps. One, and no and one said I was anything. on the phone to my mum, and, and she was like, Why is everyone beeping? And I said, like, I don't know. Beep, beep. I would
0: tell you. I thinking, I'm always the woman who tells the other woman. What
8: well, did you tell the woman in this instance? So you're not. Uh,
0: No, I didn't, but someone else did, as I was watching. Catherine,
8: did you have a good weekend? Yeah. What did you do at the weekend?
0: I went out a couple of times. Liar. No, I did. What did you do? I went to a uh, party, and then I went out for a meal with my friends. Liar. No, it's true.
8: You're a liar. No,
0: it's true. I went to the beach house in St Albans. Oh, what a liar. No, it's true.
8: Fib about how fab your days off are. I didn't say it was
0: fab, I said I went out.
8: You've got weekend v. Oh. (laughs) If you exaggerate how much fun you had at the weekend because you worry that everyone else is having a better time, then you've got weak envy. I had a miserable weekend. So I don't mind, although I had a beautiful massage. Massage? Massage. I had a <laughs> massage in my pants. <laughs> many of us.
0: I suppose they stay out of your pants, aren't they?
8: Many of us apparently embellish the truth to impress friends and colleagues and make ourselves seem more exciting. And I suspect that that's what you. Could you no, stop I,
0: doing your flipping nails? And, I am actually exciting. It's the true fact.
8: Well, okay. I, spent, I spent a night with you in Manchester. You're not exciting. Wow. Researchers say that three quarters of adults fear that others are having a better time and a third of us like to spice things up when asked how our weekends went.
13: Why don't they just have a fun weekend?
8: Oh, because it's too much hassle oh, to have Oh, I can't fun be bothered weekend.
13: normally. To be honest, before this weekend,
0: I was really miserable about it, but actually it was all right once I got out.
8: Yeah. The papers are full of it today. The mail really is just just someone's obviously just sat down and uh, stuck Sicked a pen up on on their backside and just written with their bum.
13: If um, <laughs> they are short on stories, do they just make the font bigger?
8: Yeah, the fonts.
13: The fonts bigger. Like, and so they you get, get a bigger really bigger big pictures. fonts. <laughs>
8: hey, you know, um, um, here's a joke I've not told for 22 years. Let's Go see on. if I can remember it. Go on. Do you know what? Um,
13: <coughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> do you know what Swansea is short for? Little legs. Exactly. No, do you know what Swansea is short for? You know, do you know Swansea in Wales? Yeah. Do you know what it's short for? No. Well, it used to be called... <laughs> <laughs> just remember this joke. I wrote this joke. Do you know what Swansea is short for? No, I don't, Ian. So you can reach the keys. No. <laughs> do you know what Swansea is short no. for? No, little eggs. Do you know what Swansea is short for? No. It used to be called Arthur Swanzarelli, but it was so cool... It shortened its name to Swansea.
0: And the joke is. I mean, is there more?
13: So, is it because of the little legs?
8: Because um, Fonzie, Arthur Fonzarelli. Yeah. And so now he's. He's so cool. He he's sh-
0: like a little Italian American man. Right, I don't, man. I don't see what that's got to do with Wales.
8: Because Swansea. Let me t- Swansea used to be called Arthur Swansea, but it's so cool it shortened its name to Swansea. It's
0: not, though, is it really? I mean, it's all right. I don't get it. You've been to Swansea? Yeah, I think think it's okay.
26: I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. And I don't like it very much. Oh, no, oh, no. He swallowed my toe, he swallowed my toe. Oh, gee, oh, gee. He's up to my knee, he's up to my knee. Oh, fiddle, oh, fiddle. He's reached my middle, he's reached my middle. Oh, heck, oh, heck. He's up to my neck, he's up to my neck. Oh, dread, oh, dread, he swallowed my...
12: (laughs) You can do it right now, please. Quick
0: update on the Shirley situation.
12: Yeah, come on.
0: Shirley from Milton Keynes. Just to let you know, there's more than one Shirley in Milton Keynes. No, there's not. That message was not from the one that Ian upset.
13: From Shirley. Other Shirley.
8: I've not upset any Shirleys in Milton Keynes. Oh, you did. Kelly did a funny joke.
13: Why did the lion get lost?
8: Don't know. Why did the lion get lost?
13: Jungle is massive.
8: It was better when you did it before. Why? Because jungle is is massive! (sighs) Yeah. I'm not going to laugh at your jokes, though, because my joke, one that I wrote myself, it's an original... Is that, that's genuinely the
13: joke was more of a sentence that didn't really go anywhere.
8: You're a sentence that doesn't go anywhere.
13: Oh. It's it's getting getting
8: not- <laughs> you're getting nasty. It's getting you're getting nasty. Or you're sorry, you're getting nasty. Oh.
1: Personal.
13: You're personal.
8: You're too personal.
13: You're far too personal.
8: You are a sentence that's going nowhere.
6: Balls.
16: Starting off on the M1, it's rather heavy heading southbound between junction 10 at Luton Airport, Spur Road, and junction 9 for Redbourne. In Harpington, very heavy on St Albans Road at the moment, just around Station Road. And the M25 heading anti clockwise, very slow moving on the sensors between junction 22 for St Albans and junction 19 at Watford. The M40 heading into London is looking very slow between junction 2 for Beaconsfield and junction 1A for the M25. Possible delays at the moment on Thameslink between St Pancras International. National and St Albans is due to a signalling problem and delays at the moment on Great Northern as well out of King's Cross following an engineering problem. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: 46. It's Monday the 20th of October. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Community support officers in Bedfordshire have been given new powers to deal with antisocial behaviour. Buckingham firefighters have been tackling a blaze at the Didcot B power station in Oxfordshire. And the head teacher of Elstow School in Bedfordshire is being allowed to go on a Caribbean holiday in term
20: time. Let's get the weather. Here's Kate. Good morning. We've already got a bit of cloud this morning, but it's a mild start. Hanging on to the breeze from yesterday, not quite as strong, but it is still noticeable. One or two sunny spells, but also one or two isolated showers. They'll blow through fairly quickly though on the wind, and the maximum temperature getting up to 15 Celsius. Overnight tonight, we're going to see the wind really pick up through the middle part. It's the arrival of a cold front, some heavy rain on the way, but the strong wind is going to develop as we head through to tomorrow morning. The minimum temperature, 9 Celsius. Still very windy tomorrow morning it's going to be so for much of the day actually but the rain will clear south and eastwards behind it some sunshine some scattered squally showers for tomorrow afternoon starting mild but ending up a lot cooler the maximum temperature 14 celsius and that's your forecast
9: Every weekday from three... Good afternoon, welcome to the show. Local people... What's your story?
22: Seems there's a law for them, and then there's one for the press.
12: And I disagree with what they're saying.
21: Local views...
12: In some cases, sort of 40% loss in value of their properties. Has Kenan Luton got it right? There is a responsibility when you're paid from the public purse.
26: Local life... Do you want to know how much my carer's allowance goes up by every April when the tax year changes? Two quid.
9: Roberto Peroni... And is
6: it fair target people on benefits.
9: Weekdays from three. BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is Ian Lee.
9: BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Let's be having you. 08459 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call now. More social workers and better pay. Two of the ideas to make sure this summer's damning report into Buckinghamshire's children's services isn't repeated. The county council is going to spend nearly £3 million dealing out, dealing with the fallout from the Ofsted report, which rated the authorities' handling of children as the worst possible inadequate. The council says the reason things slipped so much was that Ofsted toughened up the rules. Well, Angela McPherson is the Cabinet Member for Children's Services. Morning, Angela. Good morning. So let's just remind ourselves of how bad things were. The failures were widespread and serious. There weren't enough staff to do the jobs, caseworkers, social workers, record keepers, etc. And the care was not good enough. It wasn't brilliant, was it?
4: No, that's absolutely right. And you mentioned it was a very um, sobering report. Um, we did have all these challenges with shortages of staff we still have those challenges and are working on them but there were also challenges around social work practice so the quality of some of the work that um, people were receiving again that's a major issue that we're tackling with our improvement plan
8: so how many staff <laughs> are you are you short now
4: we're short in different teams right. in, in different numbers. So the main focus at present is what we call the front door, which is our first response team. That's where all the assessments come um, in the first place. And that was um, severely criticised by Ofsted. And we're working very hard now to uh, up the number of permanent staff and stabilise that because at the time it was very heavily staffed by agency staff. And we're trying to turn that round. <sighs>
8: Uh, so the, the, you're aiming to get more staff in. Uh, yeah. You also said the practices weren't good enough. Was, was that down to the fact that it was temporary staff that, that weren't that bothered, or was it training, or what was the problem there?
4: Certainly there's an area of training that needs to be strengthened and tightened up. Um, also uh, management ability in terms of uh, consistency with all the staff across all the teams. So there's a whole uh, raft of measures in our improvement plan <coughs> that we'll be tackling.
8: Uh, it's cost over a million so far. Another 1.7 million is going to be spent get, getting this fixed. Where's that money going to go?
4: Well, can I just say the 1.7 million has yet to be agreed. A cabinet this morning will be discussing that. Uh, we have put forward a detailed cost plan. Times are very, very tight in all local authorities. So we have to be totally prudent about the way we're spending that money. And I'm actually convinced that the plan that we've got will deliver the changes that we need to make.
8: The last inspections of the service, 2011 and 2010, I think they were, they found the service to be excellent. How how could it um, go so badly wrong so quickly?
4: Well, I would say it's not really quickly. Um, The service was found good in 2010-11. Here we are in 2014 uh, being called inadequate, and... There have probably been some ongoing issues that have grown over time, but certainly when Ofsted came in, we were, as you said in your introduction, inundated by referrals, increased caseloads, difficulty in recruiting, uh, shortage in workers led to high caseloads for some staff, which was so pressurised that there was a lot of sickness. Really, it was a perfect storm, and that's when Off came in and uh, saw what was happening, I'm, I'm afraid.
8: How soon can you turn this around? How, how long are we looking at?
4: Well, if you look at other authorities that have done this, and Cambridgeshire one, won, it's taken them nearly two years. We're aiming for 18 months. We're being ambitious. We've got an ambitious improvement programme. We want to do the best for the children and youngsters in Buckinghamshire. So we're aiming for 18 months.
8: Uh, What do you think, uh, I don't know if you're aware of Linda Derrick from Wickham's Labour Group, who thinks you should resign. She works with parents of uh, vulnerable children who rely on Bucks County Council. Uh, And she said recently that dealing with the council is like, quotes hitting your head against a brick wall that doesn't care.
4: Well, I would dispute that. I I, am aware of Linda Derrick. We have responded to her in writing, certainly the leader of the council has, with the many questions she has. My view is that this is such an important area, it should not be politicised, and um, young people, vulnerable young people, are not political footballs.
8: Angela, I appreciate your time. Uh, Let's keep our fingers crossed that that this turns around. Angela McPherson, Cabinet Member for Children's
6: Services.
9: (laughs) call
6: 08459 455 555
8: BBC 3 Counties Radio Yeah, we heard you scream calls, don't worry. What have you got for us boss? Hey,
0: yeah, on the subject. Who's of... called
8: in for um, uh, uh, my beef with boil? No, my dinner with Andre. No, we... hang on. Mm. Boils beef. I got beef with boil. Wow. 08459 455 555.
0: Go. No, we've had a we've had a suggestion for another program. I could do maybe a cookery program. Yeah, come cool. on. This is from Phil. All right, New Phil. East End-style food programme for Catherine. Boiled beef and carrots.
8: <laughs> I don't get it.
0: No. I don't get it. No. Um, This is an email we've had through from Anne of St Albans. Good morning, Anne. She's our pen friend. Of
8: St Albans.
0: You cannot equate the head. This is talking about the head teacher at Elstow School who is taking a week off after the kids come back from their Christmas break. So in term time, she's going off on holiday and it's led to the Daily Mail saying people are accusing her of hypocrisy. We've not heard anyone say that yet, but more on that in a second. Stay there. And it's Norbins. You cannot equate the head being away with Idiot. the pupil being away. A pupil cannot be replaced, whereas a teacher who has to be away for any reason will be covered by non- another member of staff or a supply teacher. I see no reason why this head can't be away if holidays needed, and that will be the only time she can take it. The school will obviously cover her absence.
8: Are supply teachers still mainly idiots who can't get real teaching oh, jobs? I used to
0: feel so sorry for them.
8: I didn't. I didn't because... feel sorry for Mr. Dennis. <laughs> I didn't feel sorry for him at all. He come in. I'm going to. What did he say? I'm going to shoot you all with a double barreled water pistol. Oh, ho oh oh, 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 you're so funny, Mr Dennis. You're not, you're a plum. All supply teachers are plums, aren't I they? Used
0: to, I used to see them come in, or the student teachers, and all the kids, all of a sudden, you'd, you'd feel the room, just everyone yeah. sit back in their chair going, all
13: right, here we go.
8: My worst yeah. outing of school mutiny was when I was nine or ten, and uh, we had a silly teacher, and Mr Dennis, we did have a silly teacher, I won't say her name, I can't remember it, Mrs Lennon, that was it. And Mr Dennis was, was supply teaching the other class, and we were playing rounders against the other class. right? And he was like the referee, and he was cheating. <gasps> he was cheating to so a class would Mr. win. Mr Dennis? Right? So at the age of nine, this is so cool, the age of nine, my class went on strike, <laughs> and we all sat down. Wow. We all sat down on the rounders pitch and said, you know what? If you're going to cheat, we're not playing. And Mrs Lennon was shouting at us, and she said, you will get, get up and play, and we didn't. And we got traipsed back into the classroom where we got a right roll rollicking. And then two suckers, I think I may have been one of those suckers, then was publicly shamed and had to go into the other classroom and apologize to Mr Dennis.
0: Oh. Yeah. we had a brilliant Sorry, supply Dennis. teacher that we used to actually look mm. forward to because she was hilarious. She used to do French. Yeah. But she used to she used to speak French with like a Luton accent. Oh. She would go. Bonjour toute the class.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Jim
0: Appel, Madame, and we're not going to say her name, but anyone who went to Redbourne knows who I'm talking about. Yeah. And she would say, "Oh, she's Alia being cute the weekend." <laughs> Trayborn, Trayborn, indeed. Oh, and we used dear. to love her lessons, love them. Yeah. But here's a text through about this teacher in Elstow. Oh yes, go. And I don't know whether this is true or not. We don't know. It's an anonymous text, yeah. but I'll just leave it dangling for anyone who may want to speak up. Okay. As a parent of a child at Elstow, oh. all I can say is that you won't get any parent to say on the radio what they really think of Mrs W's holiday as we are all too terrified of her.
8: What's your name? OK, well, if anybody... If that you want, might
0: be mischief-making. It
8: might be. If you want to call in and not give your name, we can do that, can't we? 08459 mm-hmm. oh, 455555. send us a
0: text. Tell us what you think. Send us a text. Because I'd be interested to know whether there have been any fines handed out to parents at yeah, that
8: school. yeah. Richard's in Stevenage. Good morning, Richard. Morning.
12: What you got for us, boss? Uh, Supply teachers. Go on. Um, We we had a a good one. When I was doing uh, GCSE English at school, um, we had quite a strict English teacher, and uh, at the time we were learning uh, Romeo and Juliet. So before the lesson she was going to be away, she recorded Romeo and Juliet off of the TV, the one with um, Leonardo DiCaprio in. Alright, uh, no, that's
8: not proper Romeo and Juliet, is it? Well, it is. Is it? Oh, yeah. okay.
12: Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, she, she, brought, she brought it in uh, for us to watch um, with the supply teacher. And when the supply teacher was setting it up, he noticed that she had also recorded the Grand Prix. Um,
8: <laughs> so, well, hang on, we lost your line, Richard. Oh, no! Um, I, I have to assume they watched the Grand Prix. <laughs> <They watched it. laughs> yeah,
13: yeah, the
8: whole of it. Wasn't the best. The best lessons were when the teacher couldn't be bothered, yeah. and they brought in a video. I remember we had um, uh, what was laughingly uh, labelled sex education lessons. Right, they were supposed to last a term. Uh, surprisingly, for for uh, a group of 50 year old lads, we finished it in three weeks. Uh, we finished quickly. So, um, we were allowed to bring videos in. I remember watching... We watched um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And we watched The Meaning of Life one Brilliant. week. Brilliant. And it's filthy. And we were just bringing videos. And it was me and my mates. So we'd watch Bit of the Monkeys. We watched some Laurel Hardy. We, wa- we were really going through a big Monty Python thing. So we'd just bring in Monty Python. We'd the night before.
0: Sex education classes were always a hoot, weren't they? But you had to hold it in. I remember our teacher
8: talking... If that's what they taught you, Catherine, <laughs> then boy, boy, no wonder you've got I two remember,
0: kids. I remember one of our teachers <laughs> talking about... There's more to it talking about spoons a lot and I could never work out how that worked
8: you've you've literally lost me have I I missed something
0: spooning do you mean I think that's what she was talking about but she'd say like two spoons and I was thinking well hang on
8: so like two dessert spoons make a teaspoon (laughs) is that what happens I think so if two dessert spoons love each other they make a teaspoon sometimes unfortunately they have a soup spoon
1: or a ladle.
6: <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
9: BBC Three Counties Radio.
16: The M1 are heading southbound very slow on the sensors between junction 13 for Bedford and junction 12 for Flittick. The M25 is queuing, heading anti clockwise between junction 22 for St Albans and junction 15 for the M4. Take a look at the cameras in Borum Wood and the Barnet Bypass. That's queuing, heading southbound between Stirling Corner and Mill Hill Circus. And rather slow on camera on the M40, heading northbound from the Denham Roundabout to the M25. On the trains, possible delays on Thames Link between St Pancras International and St Albans. That's all due to a signalling problem. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Nicola. Okay, we've gone
8: off into the reminiscences of uh, supply teachers. They're all, they're all, they're all very odd people, aren't they? And do you agree with Bill Oddy? We shouldn't have more than two
6: kids. Speak after the news with Lee.
9: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties
1: Radio. Time Leag knew The headlines, new powers for support officers in Bedfordshire. A third man arrested following Hertfordshire dog attack. And the head teacher of Elstow School takes a holiday in term time. BBC Three Counties Radio. Community support officers in Bedfordshire have been given new powers to deal with anti-social behaviour. They'll be able to hand out fines and move people causing a nuisance along. Labour councillor Colleen Atkins from the Bedfordshire Police and Crime Panel says it will improve the work they're already doing. This
23: brings in a lot more, more centred on victims. It also gives the, the professionals and their partners flexibility to deal with the difficult and often very sensitive situations. And it also streamlines the powers of tackling antisocial behaviour.
1: Police have arrested a third man in connection with a dog attack in Hertfordshire, which has left a woman seriously injured. She was attacked by two German shepherds near a farm at Great Anwell. Ben Nye reports. Detectives say a 41-year-old man from Edgware is being questioned on suspicion of GBH and offences under the Dangerous Dogs Act, having been arrested at Hodderston Police Station paramedics were called to Warren Farm on October the 8th after the woman was attacked in a nearby field. The two dogs were captured and around 100 more were found in a compound. Firefighters from Buckingham have been helping to tackle a blaze at the Didcot B power station in Oxfordshire. Investigators are trying to determine how the fire started at the plant. Dan Meredith from RWE Power says supplies won't be affected.
6: There'll be no disruption to electricity. We have a very resilient network in the UK and the way the National Grid can operate they. Uh, are able to call on other power stations across the country to to fill the gap that this this power station has left as it's come off.
1: Buckinghamshire County Council will decide this morning if it's spending millions of pounds improving children's services. A critical Ofsted report has rated the service inadequate, mainly due to a lack of staffing. Elstow School in Bedfordshire is defending its decision to allow its head teacher to go on holiday during term time. Jenny Winders taking time off in January to go with her partner to the Caribbean. Craig Langman from the campaign group Parents Want to Say says it could easily be seen as hypocritical.
22: When you've got teachers that are being off because they're going on holiday or, or they're going to funerals or, or things that life gets in the way, that's then setting a precedent. So... Wouldn't it be a lot more harder now for the, the head teacher to now turn around to parents and say, well actually, I'm not authorising this holiday um, and you will be fined? You can imagine the parents are then going to turn around and say,
18: well you did.
1: In sport, Andy Murray has beaten David Ferrer to win the Vienna Open. It means he qualifies for the World Tour finals. And the weather will be bright and sunny with showers at times today. Top temperatures around 15 degrees Celsius. That's 59 degrees Fahrenheit. You can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties.
9: BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. From
27: the top of the springs, looking down, it really is stunning
9: all this week we're uncovering barton Le Clay.
27: it's a
4: lovely friendly village everybody knows everybody and there's plenty to do
12: telling
9: everyone about where you live
12: i think we've made more friends here quickly in the four and a half years we've been here
9: the big tour of beds hearts and bucks bbc three counties radio
8: This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It's not just me; that lady's there. Yeah. Who are you? Um, me. Yeah, or Catherine Boyle. Nobody. Exactly. You're the uh, shade to my light. Yeah. You're the yin to my yang. <laughs> You're the bad cop to my good cop. Yeah. Yeah. That
0: pretty much sums it up.
8: Pretty much sums it up. What have we got on the show this morning,
0: Kath? All kinds of stuff. Ptsos and special powers.
8: So far, we want to make them invisible and to turn that they have the power to turn into lions.
0: I think that would be pretty good. It would it? work, wouldn't it? That would do. They've got four other special powers as of today in Bedfordshire, so watch out if you are thinking about being a little out today.
8: Because a lion might eat you. You'll
0: be banged to rights.
8: And you wouldn't see them coming, they'd be invisible. <laughs>
0: We're also talking about the headmistress <laughs> of Elstow School who has uh, taken a week off during term time. She's going to be going away to the Caribbean in January. If
8: your um, kids go to Elstow School, could you give us a call or a text or an email, please? 08459 four double five five double five. What are your thoughts on this headmistress and what she's doing?
0: Has she been Finding parents for taking for doing exactly the same thing, or do you think fair enough? She works very hard. Doesn't make any difference. You can always feel behind her.
8: Also, Bill Oddie has said we should have. Uh... <laughs> Bill Oddie has said we should limit the amount of kids we have in this country. I agree. I think it makes perfect sense. You see, all these families have got seven, eight kids. Well, that can't... you can't love. You cannot love seven or eight kids equally. You can't do it. Really? I've got two kids. I prefer one over the other. It fluctuates. It's kind of evens itself out but I prefer one over the other who's your favourite this week the youngest uh, the, 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 he's the, cute though he's so cute uh, but you can't you can't be a, you can't be a good parent if you've got three or more kids really yeah 08459 455 555 Across beds, hearts, and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: You can't give them the attention they require. We were, we were, um, I had the two boys last night and we were watching a firework display. Um, and just with the two of them, one wanted to sit on my shoulders and the other one saw that the eldest was on the, and he wanted to sit on the shoulders. So I put him down and the eldest had a stroke. Oh, it was a nightmare. Yeah. Okay. So with two kids, it's difficult. Yes. With three, four, five. Eight children?
0: When I was younger, and it wasn't a prospect for me having children, I quite fancied a big brood. Yeah. Finances play a part, don't they? Yeah. The amount of time you can spend with them is another thing. I have to work, you know? Is it fair to have more than two? No. And also, um, the enchanted wood, that played a part. Well, there were three kids there, right? Yeah. Look what that mother does every day. I've been reading Enid Blyton's Enchanted Wood. I, d- d- time. Can you I tell? don't remember the Enchanted Wood. She just wood. chucks them out. They go out all day long. They're playing with a man who wears saucepans instead of clothes. Oh, they're playing, playing with a moon faced. Is man. that the magic faraway tree? Yeah, they're up that tree. Oh. I mean, it's dangerous. It's dangerous.
8: I wait four, five, nine, four, double five, five, double five. Although I love my kids climbing on trees. My boy, my youngest was climbing on a tree. It's a tiny tree in the back garden. It's wonderful. And they're, they're really proud because they can climb up. <laughs> and he was going to jump off. It was, it, it's like yay high. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, what's that? Three foot high. He's up. And I could, as he tried to jump off, so he stood on it, his foot got caught. So instead of jumping off, he just went,
13: oh, and dear.
8: just flopped over, smacked his head on the ground, taught him a lesson. He was fine. He cried a bit. Do you know what he did? Went straight back up there. Yeah, he cried and he I, said, oh, I said, do you want to go in and sit down? No, I want to have another go. Boom! That's what it's all about. That's
0: a young man growing up it, right.
8: Isn't it just? What were we talking about then? Kids. Oh yeah. How if many you, is too many? D- three is too many. Three or more. You cannot, you cannot be a good parent if you've got three or more kids. 08459 555. Now, bugs noisy neighbours of Bedfordshire, beware, because, well, there are new rules coming in place today. The county's police community support officers will have four more powers to deal with you. The force says that PCSOs will be able to make an even greater contribution to stamping out anti-social behaviour. So, what are these special powers? We can speak to Professor John Pitts, who's a criminologist at the University of Bedfordshire, specialising in youth crime and gang culture. Morning, John. Good morning what are these powers that PCSOs are being given and 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 why are they being given them is it policing on the cheap
21: well um for a long time one of the one of the problems with PCSOs has been that they they haven't had any powers and, and, and you know the, 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 the old sort of <clears throat> they, people describe them as plastic policemen things like that so one of the, I think one of the, the, the purposes of, of, of these new powers is to, is to give them a bit of edge to, to allow them to intervene in situations where previously they could only summon police officers I mean, to say is it policing on the cheap um, clearly all police services have experienced ter- big big cuts and it's hardly surprising that um, they're beefing up the PCSO's operational role, because otherwise they wouldn't be able to cover the kinds of <coughs> excuse me kinds of responsibilities they have. On the other hand, I think um, you know, it, it, we, we, having repealed all of Labour's antisocial behaviour. Uh, legislation, there has been a gap, um, and uh, I think this is an attempt by the by by the government to fill that gap uh, by giving the uh, by giving PCSOs the power to intervene around litter, around dogs, um, noisy neighbours, etc. etc. Uh,
8: lots of people doing this show, we get lots of people who who think that PCSOs are a little bit of a joke, and they're not very happy to see them. Do, will this change people's opinions? Do you think?
21: well it, as always it, it, it it's how effective that is going to be um issuing issuing fixed penalty notices to people dropping litter um sounds like a good idea and and i think in some cases can be um but if they don't have the money to pay it if um they dispute the fact that it was their litter, you could suddenly find yourself in some very expensive administrative procedures so yeah if it works out um i think yes um it 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 could beef up the the image of the pcsos i think the noisy neighbors um thing is, is 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 probably one of the most important because at the moment um, most people you would speak to would say you know, if, if they do complain about neighbour nuisance or they do com- not very much happens and the issue gets passed from the police to the local authority and back again um, and maybe this will clarify and beef up the, the, the kind of response that can be made uh, in, 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 in a case of neighbour nuisance.
8: Well will people listen do you think John because we do hear stories of PCSOs being told to jog on uh do, do you think that, that you know if a PCSO steps in with these new powers are people likely to listen to them anymore
21: well it, I mean if if they issue a fixed penalty notice somebody says jog on um they will then have to summon a, a, a police officer uh who will presumably uh, if it continues effect an arrest so I suppose the the the, the issue is over time if, if these new powers will seem to bite, if they seem to have consequences, yes, it will change things. Um, if, because the, the, the police are overstretched, um, the, 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 the PCOs, PCOS has attempt to do this and nothing much happens, no, it won't.
8: Uh, John, I really appreciate your time as always. Thank you very much indeed. That's Professor John Pitts.
9: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is Ian Lee.
9: BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Kath, do you want to come on? We've just had uh, some breaking news. Do you want to uh, come yeah, on and tell really everybody?
0: Yeah, really sad, really sad. Um, we've just heard that the actress and presenter, Linda Bellingham, who'd been suffering with cancer, died yesterday in her husband's arms. Oh. That's according to her agent, Sue Latimer.
8: Was she on Loose Women? When was she on Loose Women? They've
0: done the, they've done her sort of farewell one. Was that yeah. yesterday? I think so. And no, it could that... have been, not on a Sunday.
8: Uh, it must have been last week then, yeah, yeah last week. So she, she passed away yesterday, I
0: she? did think, actually, that they were doing... They were kind of giving her a last hurrah and she might have a few months left, I'd... They must have known more than we did.
8: Yeah. Really sad. Isn't that sad? Really oh, well. sad, because I
0: know she wanted to see Christmas.
8: Thank you for that, Catherine. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. April has, uh, has turned off her notification thing on her emails, as I asked her to do last week, which is good. <laughs> Ian, I agree with you on the number of children. When I was younger, there was me and then my sister. My parents divorced, my mum remarried... Gosh, this is confusing. Are you, are you keeping up, guys? My mum remarried, and I gained two step-sisters and two step-brothers, like what they'd done in the Brady Bunch. My dad then remarried, and I had three half-sisters... I never got the attention I needed, and I said, if I ever have children, I would just have the one, and they wouldn't have to share me, and I wouldn't have to choose. I have the one boy, and even now I struggle not to choose between him, my, cu- my hubby, my cat, and my hobbies. At least I can say I love him the most as my child. Kids do get in the way of hobbies, don't they? And I like a good hobby. Like hobbies.
0: Yeah, but they wreck everything, don't oh, they? Flippin' neck. You can't have mummy's box of whatever it might be when there are children around.
8: I bought um, a really rare boxed record, okay? Only mm. 200 were printed. It cost me $200. I, you were here when I ordered it. I never got to see that because by the time I got home, they destroyed it.
0: <gasps> oh. But it's not their fault, they're kids.
8: And yet, when I said, why, why were the kids opening my, my post? Oh, they like to. Yeah, but I don't want them opening my post. He's ripped me driving licence. It ruined a $200 box set record. There's only two... Well, there's only 199 now, guys. If you bought one, it's worth even more money because of my two plums. What do you call your kids' plums, isn't it? Yes, that's Um, it. Yeah, something like that. That's it. I don't think you should have more than two two kids. It's selfish.
0: I remember when we just had the one, getting to a, a stage where I thought it wouldn't be fair to not have another one because, um... It sounds like you're having a baby for your other baby, doesn't it? But it's not that at all. It's companionship. And I've got a sister, and I wouldn't want to deny my daughter that if I could provide one. So... They're fantastic. They're fantastic together. But the, <laughs> I, I, I do think that they're the, not fantastic. They together. are. They are. They are. They get on really well. But I think that the the separation in age is, is important. They, my eldest was three when her sister came along, so she wasn't a baby anymore, and we could talk about the new baby as being yeah. our baby, and she was helping me. It wasn't like now all of a sudden you can't sit on my lap because I'm feeding the baby, it's, it's, and she wouldn't understand it.
8: It's weird. I think when you've got like a ten-year age gap between kids, mm. that's that's insane. It's much that, of a separation. It is a big separation, and the oldest kid by default will be pushed to the side because they're old enough to look after themselves. It
0: becomes a kind of auntie or uncle rather than a mm, sibling.
8: Weird, isn't it? Mm. 08459 455 555. The uh, writer of uh, Do the Funky Gibbon is speaking sense. If you have more than two children, I'm, I'm slightly uh, taking his argument a little bit further, you've got more than two children, well, y- you can't you can't give them the attention they require.
0: Also, on the subject of teachers taking time off during oh, yeah, term time, we've had a text through, and again, it's, a, it's an anonymous one. People don't want to put their names to these. Oh. Teachers taking holidays during term time is hypocritical. It sets a bad example of them and us no matter what excuse the school gives.
6: Oh, blimey. Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
9: BBC Three Counties Radio.
16: Starting off on the Great North Road. It's queuing at the moment, approaching the Black Cat roundabout where those roadworks are continuing. In Milton Keynes, seeing delays at the moment on standing way between Newport Road and also um, Bedford. That's due, it's going through the roadworks area there. The M1 heading northbound, there's a lane blocked on the exit slip road just at junction 11 for Dunstable Road. And the A41's looking rather slow on the sensors between the Hemel Hempstead turn off and junction 20 for the M25. Also queuing on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 22 for St Albans and Junction 15 for the M4. On the trains, delays on Thameslink between St Pancras International and St Albans. Also delays out of King's Cross on Great Northern. This is all due to some overrunning engineering works. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Thank you very much
16: indeed, Nicola.
8: 8.16, it's Monday the 20th of October. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Community support officers in Bedfordshire have been given new powers to move people along who are being a nuisance. Police have arrested a third man in connection with a dog attack in Hertfordshire which left a woman seriously injured and the actress Linda Bellingham has died from cancer at the age of 66. 08459 455
9: 555. BC Three Counties Radio. Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. It's a beautiful village. We're surrounded by nice open countryside. From the top of the
27: springs, looking down, it really is... Stunning.
9: All this week, we're uncovering Barton Le Clay. It's a super village, it's got all the amenities. You've got the old
22: part on one side of the A6, you've got the newer part on the other side.
9: Telling everyone about where you live. It's a nice atmosphere, people walking the dogs. In snow, in sunshine, it's
27: beautiful at sunset. I wouldn't leave it. If you paid me millions, I still wouldn't leave. I love it here.
9: The Big Tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks from BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Jonathan Vernon-Smith joins me in the studio. Morning. Good morning. What have you
10: got on your show today? Well, of course, we're going to reflect the uh, very sad news that's just come through about Linda Bellingham yep. uh, dying. It's uh, totally sad because she was, of course, wanting one last Christmas, wasn't she? Yes. It's obviously all happened very quickly at the end. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little later on. But first, on the big phone in this morning, we're going to be reflecting the uh, story that I know you've been talking about a lot today. I'll be asking, do you have a problem? with Jenny Winder having a Caribbean holiday during term time. The head of a Bedfordshire school has made national news today as she's booked a trip to the Caribbean during term time. Jenny Winder, she'll jet off to paradise just days after pupils at Elstow School return from the Christmas break. What's been the gut reaction from people listening to your show this morning on this, Ian? Are they Uh, horrified at her decision? Well, the thing
8: is, because we don't know if there is a good... We don't know if there is a good reason. It, it, you know, the Board of Governors has said, oh, it's, we, we think the reason is valid. So, I don't know, maybe someone over there is die. If she's going over there for a jolly, I think the, the um, mood is that's not very good. But if there is a good reason for it, although saying that, I know we've got a cracking call coming up in a little bit from a parent of that the
10: child who goes to that school, which, oh, really? which puts things in a slightly different light, yes. Oh, OK. Well, yes. from nine this morning, we will continue this discussion. I'll be asking, do you have a problem with Jenny Winder having a Caribbean holiday during term time? 08459 455555. Call
9: 08459 455 555.
6: BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: Right,
8: oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. And I think we've got a call coming up in a little bit uh, about that situation. But, um, oh, here it is. I'm just clicking on the wrong thing. Um, it's, uh, this is what we're talking about. this week. Who do you want to do first, Catherine, Justin or um, Jane?
0: Let's talk to Jane first.
8: OK, so uh, this is the, uh, the school, Elstow School, where Jenny Winder, the headmistress, is going away to the Caribbean in... Uh, the new year. Jane, you are a parent of a pupil at that school, aren't you? Yes, I am. Hello. Hello. So, what what are your thoughts on the headmistress taking a week off to go to the Caribbean in January?
26: Well, I think it's terrible because I am actually a lone parent myself um, with two children, and for us to go on holiday um, each year uh, cost me an absolute fortune to save up and get away, and you know, if we could go in term time, um, that would obviously save my family a lot of money, um, and would be You know, a lot. It's easier for us. So I think it's terrible that she's on forty-five thousand pounds a year and still requests to go in the term time.
8: There might be some people, Jane. Let me play devil's advocate if you don't mind. Don't take offence, or take offence if you want. I don't care. Tough tough that you can't afford to go... You, 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 if you can't afford to take your kids on, uh, you know, fancy holidays in the summer holidays, well, then why don't you go and rent a caravan in Cornwall or something? Well,
26: that's actually what I do do. That is actually what oh, we beautiful. do. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, we go away to Great Yarmouth each year. Yeah. But the, um, the, the thing that surprised me the most is actually we had a wedding to go to only two weeks ago. Now, sadly, the wedding was um, back in May originally um, for a weekend, and sadly the groom's mother passed away of cancer. So the wedding was postponed to, uh, it was about two, three weeks ago now, and it was for a Friday. So I actually put in an authorised absence leave form into Mrs. Winder and requested that we had one day off on the Friday, and my child would be returning on the Monday. This form actually came back, declined, for legal purposes, that she could not allow uh, my child to have two days off. Um, so I obviously went down with the form immediately to the school and said that I'd only uh, requested to have the Friday off, um, not two days, and was quite amazed that the school between Mrs. Winder and the receptionist couldn't actually work out the form themselves um, and said I need to know if this has been authorised and the receptionist said oh it should be and I said well I do need to know if this wedding is a week away it's quite a um, it's a special wedding because the circumstances behind it we have to be there and she said it should be fine she's obviously made a mistake on the form just take the Friday off so the Friday of the wedding where my child was a bridesmaid um, it was all a hectic morning I actually received a text from the school stating that my child hadn't attended school that morning and I actually had no phone call to say my child hadn't turned up for school and that this would be classed as an unauthorised absence as I hadn't requested the leave. So, as you can imagine, I'm in the middle of a, getting everyone ready for a wedding, I had to ring up the school, um, and the receptionist said that it hadn't been locked down, they'd look into it, but as, as it stands, that was an unauthorised absence.
8: So when you hear about Mrs Winder taking a week off, and we don't know what the reason is, you know, someone may have... Well, uh, we don't know what the reason is. But that must must kind of rub you up the wrong way.
26: It really rubbed me up the wrong way, considering I only asked for one day off uh, on this Friday. And I believe that uh, a wedding is a personal circumstance, and especially the reasons behind it, Mm. you know. Um, But perhaps if I'd requested three weeks off in the Caribbean for personal reasons, maybe that would have been accepted and... um, we'd have had the time off, so who knows?
8: Jane, I really appreciate your call this morning. Thanks very much.
26: Okay, thanks
11: very much. Thanks very much. much. Nice to talk to you. Well, Justin, you've been to the school, haven't you? I have. I'm actually outside the school as we speak right now. We have got, by the way, a very, very brief clip of the head teacher to come. Wow. But, um have you heard number- Jane there, one of the parents? Have you been speaking
8: to other parents? Uh, are they of a similar attitude or are they supporting Mrs Windup?
11: Well, a number of parents, Ian, they don't wish to speak or be named because they fear this could affect any request for their child in the future. Right. However, one lady told me permission for... T- Two days was refused for her child, and she branded the head teacher here, Jenny Winder, a hypocrite. Uh, another parent did speak on the record. He had to fight very hard to take his child out of school during term time for two days. Here's what he had to say. Now, so you have uh, a child who goes to the school, and you've tried to take your child out of school during term time. First of all, how did that go?
28: It was quite hard. Obviously, struggle. Um, you want to get them away for a break. We had to reappeal a second time to get her out of uh, out of class, and it was quite a struggle. I suppose a lot of people would give up at that point and decide that they can't take the child, they can't book a holiday or or anything else. But due to our persistence, we were quite lucky.
11: Okay, so it took you two times to get that permission. Do you mind me asking what the circumstances were, why you wanted to take your child out of school? Yeah, we...
28: We wanted to go away. One of uh, my wife's parents was uh, extremely ill at the time. We weren't sure how long it was going to be, that he was going to be around. Fortunately, he is still around. But, of course, at that point of asking, we wanted it to happen. Um, So that's why we were so persistent
11: and how interesting okay so so what's your views then on what's been happening here over the past few days with the head teacher you know the head teacher is taking time out in january to go to the caribbean based on your experience what's your opinion about that i
28: i must say i sit on the fence a little bit i mean we obviously wanted to take our child out i believe that if you aren't stringent with these things people would uh take the mickey maybe or or, or it would become rife that kids were in and out of school uh i also do believe that people do need a rest at points and and people need to go away if i was in a regular job i'd probably want time off
11: outside uh yeah, you've outside had all sorts time. of problems very simply yes or no should she be allowed to go away in january i think so yes
8: okay so he, he came around to thinking uh, yes in the end what else justin
11: Well, um, the head teacher, Jenny Winder, um, I managed to get a question in earlier. This is very, very brief. It was tough because security is on the gates this morning. So when she arrived, I managed to get this question in before the door was shut firmly in my face. Jenny, I'm just asking you one question. Can I ask you why you're taking time out? Would you like to to have your say to parents listening? Jenny? Private life is exactly what it says, private. Jenny? That's all we managed to get this morning, Ian, before that door was shut in my face. I've since been back to the school. Um, as soon as I entered uh, the, the, the school gate this morning, security came out and score to me off the premises.
8: Good, doing their it, job I'm properly.
11: That, 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 no, that, I respect that. Yeah, but I made it quite clear to them this morning, the point that I made to you, okay, that this head teacher hasn't had time off during term for 14 years, so this person is clearly dedicated to their job. That there may be a reason that the parents need to know about this morning and hopefully she'll come on. Now we last left it that that security guard went back into the school and I said, look, can we have the request put in once more just to be fair to Jenny here? Yeah. Uh, would she like to come on and explain? He then went into the school, passed on that message, came back out to me and said that she is now in touch with the local press office and uh, he will let me know if she can talk to us. So, Jenny, if you're listening to this right now, I'm still outside the school. Yep. I'll be here till nine o'clock. The invitation for you to come on and talk live to Ian is therefore in the interest of fairness. Very,
8: very quickly, Jane, who we spoke to, I think is still online. Could you just play us that audio one more time? I know it's not great quality, so some people may have missed it. Just play, yeah. when, you, when you manage to, to speak
11: to the headmistress. Okay, here we go. Jenny, I'm just asking you one question. Can I ask you why you're taking time out? Would you like to, to have your say to parents listening? Jenny? My private life is exactly what it says private. So that's what she says. Justin? My private life is exactly that my private life. Thank you, Justin. Jane, what do you think of,
8: of that? You heard what she had to say. What are your thoughts? Janey you there? Yep. Yeah, oh, she's gone. <laughs> the, the thing is... That was quite an a, a abrupt tone. Not from Jane, from Mrs Winder.
0: But then, you know, maybe she didn't expect to see a reporter where she walked into school. The
8: thing is, I don't think her private life in this instance is necessarily a private life. If she were to come out and say... There's a medical reason, there's a, there's, a, there's a personal reason. If she were to come out and qualify it, because it isn't her private life, because what she is doing flies in the face of uh, what parents are being told in that same situation... And as
0: the head of the school, she's setting an example.
8: We don't know if someone's dying, we don't know We don't know what's going on. She doesn't need to give us the details, but if she were to say, look, there's a medical reason, or there is there is a family, if she was going to give us just a little hint that it wasn't a jolly, because we're all now assume I am assuming, I imagine most people, that she's just off on a nice holiday, which... which probably actually is inappropriate if she is supposed to be setting an example. And do you know what's changed my opinion? It's the tone of her voice mm-hmm. there. It was the tone of her voice. That was very odd. Now, who knows what happened the two or three minutes before that. I know Justin can be quite forceful. But I also know he treats people with respect when, um, uh, you know, when he does approach people like that. But... um you 've heard that dear listener does that change your opinion slightly four double five five double five. The other
0: thing I think we should point out is that she 's had a weekend of this it was in the daily Mail for heaven 's sake so she 's probably had a hell of a weekend let 's be fair to her Jenny if uh, Mrs. winder if you are listening give us a call
6: oh eight four five nine four double five five double five Travel news for Beds, hearts and bugs.
9: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting off
16: this morning in Milton Keynes, seeing delays at the moment on Standing Way between Newport Road and Junction 13 for the M1. The M1 itself is looking rather heavy heading southbound between Junction 12 at Flittick and Junction 9 for Redbourne. Take a look in Hempstead. the A41 looking rather heavy moving between the Hemel turn-off and Junction 20 for the M25. Queuing on the M25, heading anti. ...clockwise between Junction 22 for St Albans and Junction 15 for the M4. Take a look at the trains. and Delays on Thameslink between St Pancras International and St Albans. Also delays um, on Great Northern out of King's Cross. This is due to some overrunning engineering works. Nicola
9: Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
9: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: It's half past eight. I'm Lee. I knew the headlines. Community support officers in Bedfordshire have new powers from today to deal with antisocial behaviour. The force says it means PCSOs will be more effective in dealing with people causing a nuisance. Police have arrested a third man in connection with a dog attack in Hertfordshire which has left a woman seriously injured. She was attacked by two German shepherds near a farm at Great Amwell. Elstow School in Bedfordshire is defending its decision to allow its head teacher to go on holiday during term time. Jenny Winder's taking time off in January to go with her partner to the Caribbean. And the actress Linda Bellingham has died from cancer at the age of 66. The star of the OXO adverts in the 1980s grew up in Aylesbury. The weather will be bright and sunny with showers at times, top temperatures around 15 degrees Celsius, that's 59 degrees Fahrenheit. the QPR boss, Harry Redknapp, has described his players as naive after losing 3-2 to Liverpool. Liverpool snatched the points after the home side equalised twice. QPR remained bottom of the Premiership, but Redknapp insists he still has a future at Loftus Road.
15: It's all rubbish. You can only do what you can do with what you've got, you know, and no disrespect, but seven or eight of that team that started today played in the Championship last year when we finished fourth from top, you know? And they've worked. You know, we had a couple of games away from home where I felt we really... I felt we, because of the way we tried to play, we'd set up to go well, and we really didn't manage to get after the ball.
1: There were victories for Luton Town, Stevenage, and Wickham, but a goalless draw for the MK Dons. Watford atop of the championship table after a 3 0 win at Sheffield Wednesday, and the new Hornets boss, Slavisa Djukanovic, was pleased with the result.
17: It's a good, uh, good start. We, we was make good game, and uh, especially we had some problems. In... In first uh, 15 minutes and last 15 minutes, but we catch the control in, uh, in many many minutes on the, on the game and from the beginning, I must be happy with uh, my team uh, doing today in the, in the match.
1: In tennis, Andy Murray is one step closer to qualifying for the end-of-season ATP Tour Finals. He beat David Ferrer to win the Vienna Open.
18: I mean, I I wanted to try and build up some momentum for next year too. I said when I arrived in in China that I wanted to try and get to the latter stages of the events that I was playing between now and the end of the year and and play against the, the top players in those tournaments just you know, to to get into that sort of routine and and rhythm again and I was starting to feel good at the US Open a few months ago and I I wanted to try and continue that through to the end of the year.
1: And that's BBC Three Counties News and Sport with more at 9 o'clock. If you hear
9: a whisper, give us a shout. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: You got more than two kids. You can't love your kids properly. You're doing a bad job as a parent. It seems obvious to me. You can't distribute the the more kids you have, the less able you are to equally and fairly distribute your love. Unless and you're loaded. Well, then then, then you've the, got time. Then the nannies distribute the love.
0: No, I, you know, if I was the loaded, I'd be at home. I'd be
13: doing the painting. It'd be great, but I just haven't got time. Wouldn't or there be money. a point when the eldest would start to look after the, yeah. the young, well, young young ones anyway? It'd be yeah. fine.
8: Well, no, it, no, no, that would not fine. be fine. That would be the bad thing.
13: It would be the Waltons. Oh,
8: 08459 455 five, five. And uh, Jenny Winder, the uh, um, headmistress of Elstow School, we just heard her speaking to Justin. She didn't want to give reasons for uh, why she was going away. She said it's her private life, so why should she tell us? Why should she tell us why she's taking time off in term? Catherine, why should she tell us?
0: Well, Panhout and Regis says, why can't parents refuse to give a reason like the head teacher using private life? Also, there are two term times coming up for her to go on holiday. Why does she not go... In, out of term time, I think is what he's trying to say. It's a good
8: argument, isn't it? You know, if parents have to give a reason, so why shouldn't she?
0: From the sound of it, from the sound of it, she's pretty strict with the parents. That kind of lets her down in this one, I think.
8: Your kids go to uh, Elstow School. Give us a call oh eight four five nine 555. How difficult have you found it to get time off? David's in Hitchin. Morning, David. Good morning. What would you like to say? She's only doing her job. What? What? So going she's to? Pay- the, she's paid to go to the Caribbean.
29: No, 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 Don't go about the Caribbean bit. That's just a cop out. If I, if I hadn't been, if I hadn't been on holiday for 14 years, I think she, considering the profession that she's chosen to do, she deserves to go away. And, and where did you,
8: where did you find out that she hadn't been on holiday for 14 years? Because we don't have that information.
29: No, you just said it earlier. No, you we just didn't. said it. No, we no didn't. you did. Heard it. That's why I just. I, no, we I didn't don't know the woman. <laughs>
8: didn't, no, we didn't say it. <laughs> We said right, she's When work-
29: you record it, you mentioned something about she hadn't been holiday for many years. No, nope, anyway, didn't say that. David, going did, track.
8: no, we're not. Go- no, this is the track. The Caribbean, okay. the holidays yeah. that she has or has not taken—they are the track. No, we said she'd worked at the school for fourteen years. At no point have we said she's oh, not had a holiday. at
29: the school for four- Sorry, I thought you. Were- okay, all right, take back what I said then. Anyway, point is, I think. Uh, I think uh, considering uh, she is told what to do by government, every head in the country and teacher is controlled. It's not parents seem to think that par- uh, teachers are the um, making all these decisions on everything. They're only following what they have to do. And I think it's pretty unfair the way it's probably been pencilled out. Of private life. I can understand why she was a bit shirty with... Um, yeah, but
8: why... Um, parents have to justify why they take their kids out of school, even for, even yeah, for a do. day. Yeah, why
29: not? Why not? But they, why, they're, they're, but just, they're there for an education.
8: Well, she's there to, to manage the school.
29: Ian, listen, and to you, don't, set an you don't know the circumstances of what she's really gone. No, it we might don't. be very obvious.
8: Well, we, no, we don't. But, but that's what I'm saying. Right. The parents have to justify why they go. So in some respects, yeah. surely she should.
29: But, at, but yes, they do, the parents do, because at the end of the day, their children are there for education and that's what they've chosen to. Take the sc- children to mm-hmm. school to have an education, and there has to be some rules. You can't have kids just yeah, popping out left, exactly, right Exactly,
8: David. So you're agreeing with me? There have to be some rules, and examples have to be set, and it could be argued that yeah. uh, Mrs w- Winder is setting a very poor example. She's setting the example that you can take time off in term and not give a reason for it, and that's OK to do.
29: Well, but maybe we should be having this discussion tomorrow when we do know the truth. Now, it turns out that she's just having a jolly, that everybody seems to be happily wanting to uh, accuse her of then we might have a discussion tomorrow are you, and be right.
11: Are you li- I don't know if you're
8: listening to the same show as us David because that's the second uh, thing you've said that, that's not accurate well,
29: well I've come in well, I don't normally hear you first thing in the morning. I'm normally uh normally somewhere else, but I I well, it so I thought I'd ring in I'm glad I you've it. Got it. I've so obviously made the conversation a bit more
8: interesting at the moment, haven't I? Um, in, bo- your, in, your opi- line, in your opinion, David, no uh, so I- well, I- you're, you're
29: married to a teacher, so I can understand where she's, where uh-huh. the where the profession is coming from.
8: Aha. Uh-huh. You should have declared an interest at the start, sir.
29: Well so- I thought you are I thought the young lady I spoke to might have highlighted you on that no,
8: one. No, no, not at all. <laughs> the way I like to do this, David, is I like to have okay. a conversation. I have the bare minimum of information, because uh, I like okay. to have well, a conversation. I'm, well,
29: I do apologise, because JBS is a nosy parker, and he normally has everything before he even talks well, to himself. So, that's so his, there you go. That's his nice style. Nice you at the other end of the scale. I like to no, have I'm a, married to a oh teacher, fair, and the bottom word line is...
8: So you're, you're oh. saying that if she's off on a jolly, it's inappropriate, and if there are more serious reasons for it, then it's appropriate.
29: Uh, there th- could be, yeah, because obviously I think you'll find that every teacher, head, anybody in, in the teaching profession is completely stressed out with this whole industry, if you want to call it an industry. So a week off a in point. the
8: Caribbean should, so- should soothe their nerves. Um, I wouldn't mind going there. No,
29: nor I. It's, 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 no, I wouldn't mind going there. It's a nice time to go, isn't it?
8: Yeah, apparently so, David. Apparently so. Best time to go. A little bit cheaper as well. Oh, dear. Thank you, David. Um, no, I, I get... Shall I explain the way this works to listener? <clears throat> I get little notes on my screen, and all it said on my screen was, call up teacher, Fader one, David and Hitchin, on Winder's side. And that's kind of all I like, uh, because I like to have a conversation and, and get it out. You may tell more stuff to Kelly or Catherine, and that's fine. And sometimes if they think it, uh, they, they might put more information on my screen. For example, next caller, caller, kids, Fader 2, Annie and Bushy, furious about your too-many-kids comments. She has two, but is one of ten. Let's find out why she's furious. Morning, Annie! Oh, I tell
3: you, uh, I am re- I'm really, really upset with you this morning.
8: It says furious on my screen. Are you That's furious? That,
3: that, I am, and, my, you know, you've... You, Put off my Parkinson's because I'm so annoyed at you. I've done
8: what to your Parkinson's? You, you
3: set off my Parkinson's i Well,
8: I've, no, no, with the greater respect, Ali, I've not set off your Parkinson's.
3: Well, you've got me so annoyed. Now, listen, don't start interrupting. Don't be rude. like You always are to everybody. You just accuse me my, of, sort of setting off mom, your Parkinson's, which is absolute nonsense. Had, my mother had ten children. Oh, dear. Yes. Which, which one, one did you... Know, which no, one one had, no one else had to keep money, my mother and father. Which one
8: did she love the most?
3: None of us. We were all loved equally. I don't believe that. Well, that's your opinion. No, it's, yeah, okay. But you see, the thing is, you're always mourning about your sister doesn't do this and your So listen, we looked after our mother. We loved her. Never
8: our moaning mother. about my sister. But I love my, my sister.
3: Father, my father and my mother were the only two that we didn't have to depend on anybody else. And we were well fed and everything else. And you have really, really annoyed me this morning. You should keep them sort of opinions to yourself and find out what other people are like and what their families are like. We were all treated exactly the same.
8: You're right, right, Annie. You're right. We shouldn't express opinions that are different to yours, should we?
3: No, not just mine, dear, because you don't let anybody else have another opinion.
8: Well, I'm letting you talk, Annie.
3: Oh, that makes a damn change, doesn't it? I'm really furious with you. I really am. My mother loved every one of us exactly the same, and all my friends that I went to school with, they were all big families and exactly the same, and we, there was no trouble. We never had a policeman to our door, and I had four brothers, and there were six girls.
8: I don't quite understand what the police t- the point because has to do with anything. anything we but
3: We all brought up properly and loved
8: there's Cross a problem. Properly and there's a problem, isn't there, with uh, overcrowding in this country, and it's Bill Oddy. Well, We didn't
3: live in this country. Annie, it and nobody, Annie, to, no one had to pay for
8: it. Annie, you, you, you're accusing me of not letting people speak, and, and yet that's exactly what you're doing.
3: Yeah, but it makes
8: a change, doesn't it? Ian? Y- you're right. It makes a change to have a, a, a rude woman on the phone. Uh, it's Bill Oddie that has put forward the opinion that we're having too many kids in this country, and we should have a, a, a limit on it. I'm assuming you disagree with that. No, I
3: don't disagree with oh. that. Not not now. I'm I'm am seventy five.
8: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not suggesting you 70. have any more.
3: No, I'm seventy five, and that was that was in a different time. But you know, all right, now people are having having babies, and they're not even married, and they're having from one man, another man, and so on. Well, hang on, that, the married, was the man, <laughs> Annie. You're you,
8: you're you're doing what you've accused me. You're making judgments about their families. What's it got to do whether they're married or not?
3: No, but what I'm saying is, when my mother and father were married, and they what's the marriage friends, thing got to do only with it? Them two that brought us up, and oh. they paid for everything for us, and we were all loved ah. exactly the
8: same. I get it. So, so uh, as long as so your opinion is right and everybody else's is wrong. No,
3: no, I, I'm just saying it's not everybody who is unloved. We were definitely loved.
8: Go and have but- a nice go and have a cup of tea and calm down. Thank you. We'll put that in the podcast, please, Kels. John's in Luton. Morning, John! I'm not. I'm actually in Bedford, but good morning. Good morning, John. Yes. Go on.
12: Well, you called me. What would you like to say? I just... uh, I can't understand what the fuss is about this head teacher. Now, I can understand that any person who's head of uh, an organisation has to lead by example. Yeah. And there's the problem. uh, Well, the fuss is that uh, school, kids are not allowed out of school because it will affect their education. I would say that it's a different situation, apart from leading by example for the head teacher. Now, you don't know what, exa- what, ex- what the situation but if she's got proper cover for the job she's doing, I can't see what the fuss is.
8: But this is a school where we've already heard from one parent who couldn't uh, get permission to take her kid out for one day to go to a wedding where the groom's mother had died of cancer. That's why it had been moved to a weekday. So well, you we see there is a certain amount of hypocrisy there.
12: Well, I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't know what the circumstances of individuals are, but if you've got... Let everybody...
18: Everybody's kids leave
8: school. We're not uh, asking, we're not, John, John, we're not asking to let let everybody, everybody's kids, you've contradicted yourself a few times. We're not asking everybody, everybody's kids to be allowed off at the same time. We've heard from one parent who had great difficulty getting their child off for one day to attend a wedding that had been moved from a weekend to a Friday because the groom's mother had died of cancer. Uh, and, And you start off by saying that teachers should be leading by example. Well, I do. That, that's a pretty... I do. But I, then, I, the, the, do you not see the, the contradiction in what you've said then? Because she's... If that's the example she's setting, that's a pretty poor example, isn't it?
12: Well, that's the only criticism you can have. But the reason the setup you're thinking that it's uh, wrong by leading by example—is she does a other work. She should, should... Providing it doesn't affect the children's... Ah. Education.
8: Well, but supposing it doesn't affect the children's education if, to take a week no, off
12: school. You, should that be OK? If, you're interrupting me again. I'm just saying... Well, because
8: your line's, your line's breaking up, so I'm not sure if it's, if it's your rubbish phone or if you're taking a breath. Let's assume you're taking a breath. <laughs> so, if the, we're taking a week off doesn't affect the children's education, that's OK, then?
12: Well, it, well that, I mean, that's an argument in itself. Well, I'd like you to respond well, uh, to it. <laughs> well, I mean, that is the reason the rule is made, and as one of your callers said... That Answer the question, John. I didn't get the question, I'm
8: sorry. No, I know, so I'm going to ask you again. The question is, if a child takes a week off school and it doesn't affect their education, is that okay?
12: Well, that shouldn't be a problem. There
8: we go, fantastic. Then we're sorted. 08459 oh, 455 double, double. Why has everyone got a cob on? Is it cob on know. Monday? Well,
0: we've got a bit of a cobby text as well oh, here. do uh, From Mick and Luton, this head teacher story is a complete non-story. Why is that? BBC private means private from Mick. I'm assuming the radio editor from Luton. Thanks for that, Mick. We've also got. <laughs> it may only be a week, but the uh, kids are told every day is important. If it's not for a funeral, then parents get questioned about it. Why shouldn't she? That's from Math in Hanslope um, and Jane Luton. Um, I think that's who we spoke to before, who was suggesting that you said that she'd had 14 years without gonna, holiday.
8: If you're going to phone up and have a pop, make sure you make sure you, you've heard what you what you think you've heard Well, before. they're saying you
0: need to listen to Justin's interview again It sounds like Mrs Winder has worked at the school for 14 years and has never taken a holiday outside school term before. Yeah, yeah well, that's they're right they're that's She hasn't th- had a holiday <laughs> for 14 years um, oh and here's another one.
8: What is going on? I'm, do you know what? I, I don't think they deserve this this morning. They're not listening. Cleaning your ears. I'm tempted to just turn the radio off and have 15 minutes of silence. <laughs>
0: Bit of thinking time. Debbie says, good morning, Ian. Retail this holiday. <laughs> it smacks of do as I say, not as I do. Totally wrong in my opinion, says Debbie. Um, and uh, if someone is ill or dying, then surely this headmistress would not would go now rather than in January.
8: I, I think, exactly. Listen, That's I think true, we... Sue well and in Thank you for those, Catherine. I see there's another uncle coming in uh, okay so i think we can agree can't we although the last caller wouldn't if she's going for a serious personal family reason that's probably fine if she's going on a jolly that's probably not fine can we can we agree on that Oh wait 459 455555 thank you to all the uh, people on twitter who enjoyed the last 5 minutes <laughs>
16: In Milton Keynes, seeing delays at the moment on standing way in both directions between Newport Road and Junction 13 for the M1. The A1 m is looking rather slow moving on the speed sensors just bet- just around Junction 8 for Stevenage, and the M25 heading anti-clockwise is queuing at the moment between Junction 22 for St Albans and Junction 15 for the M4. And take a look at the M40 heading into London. That's looking very heavy between Junction 4 for the High Wycombe Handicross roundabout and Junction 1A for the M25. On the trains, possible delays of up to about 15 minutes on Thameslink between St Pancras International and St Albans. It's all due to a signalling problem. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Nicola. I think we may pretty much have filled the
8: podcast with content from today's show. That first angry caller and the uh, lady, please, Kelly. I don't need to tell you. Kelly produces the podcast and boy, oh boy, we've had nearly 300,000 downloads of the podcast. Primarily uh, Kelly's doing. Kelly was my first girlfriend. That's how I think of you, Kelly. 8.47, it's Monday the 20th of October, I'm Ian Lee, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio Police have arrested a third man in connection with a dog attack in Hertfordshire which left a woman seriously injured Community support officers in Bedfordshire have been given new powers to move people along who are being a nuisance and actress Linda Bellingham, who grew up in Aylesbury, has died from cancer at the age of 66. More of your calls on this teacher, more from uh, what the parents outside the school think. By the way, Mrs Winder, headmistress of Elstow School. Please do give us a call, 459 555. We'd love to hear your side of the story. Let's get the weather. Here's Kate.
20: Beds, hearts
6: and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio.
20: Good morning. It's a mild start to the day. We've got some sunshine out there as well. So quite a bright start across many areas. But already the clouds starting to move in past Milton Keynes. It's just working its way south and eastwards. We could see one or two showers developing as well through the course of the day. But they will blow through fairly quickly on the breeze. It's not quite as strong as yesterday, but still noticeable. Maximum temperature getting up to around 15 Celsius. Now overnight, the uh, the wind will really start to ramp up a notch as we head through the middle part of the night. Very windy. Strong winds developing, particularly over higher ground as well. So places in the Chilterns are uh, in for quite a breezy night. Well, all of us are, to be honest. Minimum temperature down to 9 Celsius. So this rain, uh, the rain associated with this wind, some heavy bands of rain pushing through fairly swiftly. It's a cold front. Once they clear, we should get some sunshine tomorrow. Scattered heavy showers, but the wind will persist. Maximum temperature tomorrow, 14 Celsius. And that's your forecast.
9: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is Ian Lee.
9: BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Hey.
8: Can we just have a breather for a second, Kath? Because that that last ten minutes was hard work, and I suspect the next ten minutes are going to be hard work. What are we... Remind the listener what we're talking about, please.
0: In this particular instance, how could they forget? We're talking about head teacher of Elstow School, Mrs Jenny Winder, who has been granted leave during term time. She's
8: going to the it's Caribbean for what a it is. Yeah, Yeah, in, in January, we don't know why she's going.
0: She's citing personal reasons and the governing body have um, thought that it was justified and that apparently is that.
8: Oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five, five. Justin is at the school. We'll speak to him in a second. Before that, uh, Louise is in Slip End. Good morning, Louise. Hi, Ian. You OK? Um, j- um, um, I need to calm down a bit. I'm going to do some breathing, <laughs> but yeah, I'm fine. What have you got for us? Well, about this head teacher, yeah. I don't think the
5: council would have valid her to have a holiday unless it was really essential, and we don't know for a fact that she's. I hope she's not ill, or maybe one of her family are not well, or she may, maybe one of her family are having a baby that week and they need her. She's got offspring that live there. Um, but you see, should she need to tell everyone because she's in a public eye position, mm. and if it is something private and confidential, that would affect everyone at. Works with her and that's how they see her. Yep. Whereas maybe if if a parent goes into school and's got some medical condition, that is just for the person that needs to know about it. But for someone in the public like that, everybody will know everything and you know, she has confidentiality as well and she's entitled to that.
0: The thing is, Louise, that this has been all over the newspapers, so she must have been expecting some sort of question when she came right. in. Maybe not from Justin <laughs> who is expecting that in the neck, But you know, from the parents. She doesn't need to give specifics, does she? But perhaps it would take the heat off herself a little bit if she would just give a hint, really. Yeah, because it's the example hint, she's it, setting, isn't it? And it, apparently she's been very strict with parents in the past, so she must be expecting this.
5: Well, I'm sure she is, but there must be a valid reason. And, you know, a little hint is like a Chinese whisper. You know, she might be having a, something cut off her toe, but by the time the Chinese whispers have gone to the school playground, she'll be having her
8: head <laughs> empty. <What's>, that <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> That's a brilliant turn of phrase you've got there. What's, <laughs> what's interesting, you said, that well, there must be a good reason. Yeah. Well, But we don't know that, do we? We don't know that there's a good reason. It, I, I would like to think there is a good reason, and I don't think, you know, if there is someone in it is ill, or there is a baby or something, then we don't need to know the full details. But at the moment, by saying nothing, we are yeah, suspecting that's, the worst.
5: That's worse. the way, Ian. What if something, you know, I'm not... Hope it doesn't. But if something was really wrong with you or your mum? You might want the whole world to know. You might. Possibly, might just say Ian's gone off for personal reasons, and because
0: people yeah, but Ian's not telling you you have to stay or you'll get a fine. Well, no. Exactly. It's
8: a different scenario, isn't it? If, if, if I yeah. were, if Catherine had to come to me every time she was, if, if you, okay. Louise, had to come to me every time you didn't want to listen to the show, and I'd get, well, Louise is, uh, Louise in slip-end, so she can't listen to the show today because she wants to go and hang out with her mates. Sorry, we're not having that. It, it doesn't work like that, does it? I'm just a, no. I'm just a blooming bloke who talks nonsense on the radio.
5: Yeah, you're
8: right there. Um, Stay Steady.
5: But the thing is, if she's not a lady that's had a lot of time off, people have to accept her, you know, her confidentiality. I mean, if she doesn't normally have a lot of time off, there must be a valid reason. I mean, unless she's won a competition, it's the only week she can get it. Maybe
8: she's going for a job interviews in
0: the Caribbean. How are you starting the rumours?
8: Well, this is <laughs> the
11: thing. There must be a valid reason, said Louise. Well, must there? We don't know. This is it, We don't know. Justin, you've been at the school all the morning, haven't you, Just? I have, and uh, in the last few minutes I've uh, approached Jenny Winder again who was uh, outside the school welcoming parents in, so she's certainly not hiding this morning, Ian. I said to her, look, Jenny, we're just trying to get your story across this morning. Can, can you answer a couple of questions for me? Again, with, with quite an aggressive tone, she said to me, my private life is my private life, and then she then walked towards the school where there was a line painted on the ground, and she said, I'm going to stay here. This is private property. You can't come any further. So again she has refused to answer any of our questions this morning, which is Slightly disappointing, because I was hoping she may have come out and said something today, but all we have is, my life is private, and it's exactly that. But uh, lots of parents are turning up. Somebody, again, has come up to the radio car here. We'll try and get a word in with them in a second. But uh, I spoke to a parent a few moments ago, Ian. Here's what they had to say. Okay, madam, outside the school, don't want to be named this morning. I respect that. But um, what's your reaction to the head teacher here taking time off in January to go to the Caribbean?
27: I think it's absolutely disgusting. Um, I've been fined twice for taking my children out of school. Um, I put a request in to take them out for next year and it got refused. So I think she should either give us an explanation why Mm. she's taking time off because she hasn't explained herself or at least grant people holiday to do it themselves.
11: When I approached her this morning, she said to me, my private life is exactly that, private. Again, can we get your reaction to that as a parent who said permission refused yourself?
27: Yeah, why should we have to justify it then? Can't our private lives be private as well then? Mm -hmm. Or so i feel that why should i get penalized for not being able to afford to take my children out in in um, out of term time, I can only afford to do it in term time, so she's taking family time away from me from refusing to be able to do it.
11: So that's what you were looking for the time for, you wanted to take your children away on the holiday because it's cheaper, that the, the, they weren't circumstances involving a death in the family or anything like that, no, it, no. it was purely holiday it because it was cheaper? It is purely
27: holiday, yeah, because it's cheaper, but I don't see why we should be penalised because we're not a family who's got an income high enough to be able to afford an out of school holiday.
11: So there you go. Well,
8: but the thing is, and we don't know, and there might be a valid reason. And if there is a valid reason, you know, if there is a valid health reason, then for goodness sakes, I, you know, I apologize for, for pursuing mm. this. But all she needs to do is to defuse the situation completely, is come out and mm. say, look, you know, there is a health reason. There is, oh, that's all she needs
11: to say. Situation know, gone. I Especially
0: because what she's being uh, accused of here is being high-handed. Oh,
11: brilliant. Mm. So. High-handed. Absolutely. I mean, <sighs> somebody's come up to the radio car. Brief point here from Michelle. Michelle, you're a parent. You've heard some of the coverage this morning. And you think it's, it's vastly unfair on, on Jenny Winder. Tell us why.
30: Absolutely, yes, I do. Um, Jenny Winder having leave doesn't actually affect the children's education and therefore isn't really an issue. Um, it's a government issue. They have the right, she has the right to request leave. Um,
11: she's turning and- it down for other people, though.
30: She is because that's what she's legally obliged to do because that's what the government want her to do. But it's not
11: fair, though. Surely that parent we just heard from there was refused permission twice to go away with her children and she's doing it herself. Surely you can see that's not right, is it?
30: I think it's, I think again, it's a government issue. It's, you know, they haven't defined what exceptional circumstances are. Now, we have exceptional circumstances. Um, my family is huge. I have eight children. So, therefore, I do have exceptional circumstances in terms of going on, you know, if i wanting to take annual leave or anything else, and work and that. So, therefore, we need to make sure that the government define exceptional circumstances in the case of teachers mm. and in the case of pupils.
11: Okay, got to leave it there. Thanks, Michelle. But again, with these circumstances in, coming up to uh, January with this holiday in the Caribbean. Jenny Windup, we don't know those circumstances. I'm still outside the school this morning. Jonathan will be doing his phone in between 9 and 10. Let me just get that invite out there once again across Beds, Hearts and Bucks. Jenny, if you're listening to this, we're here in our radio car. Please just come and talk to us. Explain to the parents of the school why you're taking that time off in January.
8: As far as i just excellent stuff. Thank you very much, mate. As far as I'm concerned, for me, that one that one uh, simple sentence would could diffuse the whole situation certainly as far as I'm concerned. It could definitely.
0: stop comments like this, for example, from John in Datchworth on the text. Uh, headteacher, Mrs Winder's time off school, even for personal reasons, is hypocritical. It sounds as though she's declined applications from parents for legitimate reasons, and her attitude when asked by Justin was, in his view, disgusting. Uh, Shirley in Luton says, if parents have to give their personal reasons for taking their children out of school during term times, then why shouldn't the headteacher give their personal reasons to parents? Uh, and Helen in Luton, I have five weeks holiday per year. Teachers are off for 13 weeks. I was expected to take my children on holiday during those 13 weeks they had off. Surely there's nothing that important that she couldn't have arranged during the 13 weeks she already gets off. It doesn't matter if she's worked 14 or 4 years without time off during term time. Parents are not allowed to do it, so why should she? One rule for her, one rule for the parents.
8: Richard, you've got 30 seconds. Last call on my show, what do you want to say? Blimey, what storm in a teacup? Several points, but um,
15: does she actually teach lessons? Um, She's like a captain of a ship. captain of a ship goes to bed at night and sleeps. They have a or machine under them.
8: No, it's, it's all about the example that's being set it's all about the example but you don't compare teachers with children that need to learn this is no you, set, you they're, they're setting an example teachers have got the, the, the excess amount yeah, of holidays in the in the, the to take it's about setting the example Richard no it's not because they, they are children they are there to learn and that's and the teachers reason. are there to teach and headmistresses are there to head mistress
15: yeah and she's Sorry. running she's running a team of people and one of them could substitute for her lessons and it may well be to the pupil's advantage to have a different teacher teaching that subject for the, the
8: normal it's, teacher. It's, it's a Richard we got to end it there. It may well be to the pupil's advantage to have a teacher come in and do something different for a week without any consistency or follow through. Thank you, Richard. The, the debate continues uh, with JVS now. 08459 455555. If you call that number now, you might speak to one of my team. You might speak to one of his when they turn up.
6: Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC
16: Three Counties Radio. Starting off on the M1 heading southbound, we've had a call-in from Mark saying it's very busy around Junction 10 um, due to an accident that's happened there. Looking in Milton Keynes, seeing delays on Standing Way between Newport Road and Junction 13 for the M1. Taking a look so far at the M25, heading anti-clockwise, it's queuing between Junction 19 at Watford and Junction 16 for the M40. And in Boreham on camera, it's queuing on the Barnet Bypass at the moment between Stirling Corner and Mill Hill Circus. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Thank you, Nicola. Thank you, callers. Hey, great work, Justin. Well done. Thank you, Kelly. All right, love. That was bad. And even Catherine Boyle managed to pull something out of the hat. Back tomorrow at six. Until then, from us. Ta ta.
9: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
10: Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JBS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Monday, it's nine o'clock. And on today's big phone-in... Do you have a problem with Jenny Winder having a car...